Welcome back to the Divine Council Podcast. And this is episode 67. And this is your boy, Monquay. And this is your boy, Stefan. We back at it once again, episode 67. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hope everything, all has been well for everyone else. Um, we're getting into the thick of things, getting into, getting into fall, getting into the end of 2021. I can't believe it's, what, September? Man. Oh, man. Years been flying by. Man. Man. So much shit, bro. So much shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's something new every single day, and it seems like yeah, as each day goes on, it's a, uh, it's, it's each day feels like a week or something like that. Most definitely. Yeah, so uh, you know, I hope I hope all, all this has been well for all our listeners out there. Uh, stay vigilant. I hope everybody has been staying vigilant. Um, I guess I'll start with a recap, like usual. Um. Since last episode, between now, I mean, you know, it has been, it's been a little minute, but I, um, yeah, I, I had to basically, yeah, make that tough decision with my career. Um, now I'm in a couple weeks out and I'm basically just chilling right now. I had to, uh, you know, even though I got, got my exemption in, it wasn't, it wasn't even about the exemption per se when it comes to uh, working, but I had to come up, I had to make that tough choice. So I've been, you know, trying to focus on, uh, you know, my my podcast, other stuff, other hobbies and stuff I have going on before, you know, I continue to take that next step. You know, I'm not fully done with my career yet, but I'm in a position where I can take a lot of time off to where I can, you know, reevaluate, uh, w- w- you know, what I've been through with the pandemic and, you know, where 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 I look to go in the, in the near future. Uh, so. I can't complain. I can't complain. Uh, get to spend time, a little bit more time with family, but you know, I can't. After a while, you know, I gotta, you know, still, still move around and get on, get on my money, and I always find ways to, uh, you know, I guess find different streams of income. You know, been trying to just work on just going to the next level. Um, so. I've been getting, I've been in good health. Can't complain. Family's been good. Uh, you know, it's been tough with all the mandates and and stuff changing. But hopefully, you know, when it falls falls around the corner, you know, weather's changing and you know the heat heat dies down a little bit. Hopefully, you know, we have a pretty good next couple months or so. And is that hopefully the outlook's not as bad as it, as what it seems as well. So yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been well. I've been well. Um, I can't complain. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, yeah, since the last time we recorded, you know, for me, it's just been regular. Uh, just just been working my my day job and you know paying attention to uh, investments at nighttime or throughout the day. You know, a lot of stuff has happened recently um, in terms of a. Uh, just uh, investing in general, you know, you got these different lawsuits, uh, specifically in the crypto space. Uh, you, you know, you still got the lawsuit with XRP and the SEC still ongoing. Um, Coinbase is now being sued by the SEC for their Lend product that they have. Um, people are thinking about 
filing a class action lawsuit against Coinbase uh, because of the shit that just happened with Shiba. They just put Shiba on Coinbase Pro, but they locked they locked the ability for people to uh, to pretty much make sales um, and withdraw for like hours. It was like for the entire day. And the price looked like it 10x on Coinbase, but everywhere else it was regular. So people were buying it on Coinbase at that glitch price. So when they actually got it, it was a lot lower than what they expected. You know, and people was like, you know, that's fraudulent what Coinbase did. I mean, I knew, I knew, dude. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing with uh, Shiba, like, it's only a year old, the project, and it's already being listed on Coinbase. Just think about that. It's not on the official Coinbase, the regular coin. It's on Coinbase Pro, but they're going to put it on Coinbase because there's too much money to be made off of it. They probably froze that shit so their employees could backdoor that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it looked like to me. Um, but another, you got to, <laughs> I don't think people realize, like, they talk about what Doge has done. Nah, bro. You ain't never seen a, 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 a crypto project price this low before. Get on a major platform of what, over 50 million active users. Just wait till they put out that official tweet that Shiba is on regular Coinbase. That shit is gonna break the, it's gonna break the site. It broke Coinbase Pro yesterday when they did it, when they put it on Coinbase Pro. Um, so it's, it's only a matter of time, it's gonna break that. and. Webull's already, uh, Shiba's already listed on Webull, so we know Robinhood is next. There's already rumors that Robinhood is locked and ready to go, ready to list shit. So once that happens, it's going to explode even more. So, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of time with this, you know. Um, but it was, I, yeah, I agree. I don't, it was, it was messed up what Coinbase did when they locked that to where you could only buy, buy it. You know, you couldn't trade or anything for like the entire day. So a lot of people were just sitting there thinking, oh, damn, this shit jumped like 10x already. But then you go to other exchanges and it's not at all. They manipulated the price and then they opened it back up and the price has tanked a little bit since then. But um, yeah, let me. Yeah, I just want to get your take on this because this is something People think Doge being listed was big. This is even a bigger deal because the, you got to look at the price that Shiba is at and it's being listed on Coinbase. I just want to get your thoughts on this. My, my thought is once it gets, you know, once it gets to Coinbase, um, you know, like you said, with, it, with the price being so low, I mean, it's just like, it's like a, it's like an automatic for people that's already bought, you know, bought tokens. I guess it's like you're going to make money. It seems like once it gets on the once it becomes to these uh, big exchange, big exchanges, once it's able to go live on those uh, changes or whatever. But yeah. um, we know Coinbase is man. They 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 got a history of doing uh, fraudulent shit. It glitched last week or so since since uh, I didn't know initially it had any. It, it had possibly something to do with Shiba until the other day. But it's been it was it's been I think glitchy the last couple of days uh, about a week or so, and I think that's why like, and you know what you what you saying that with they gave us fraudulent numbers on the actual uh, price, that's huge man like even yeah. though even though they they locked the ability to sell, 
they're still fraudulent. Like no, no financial di- digital exchange should glitch like that because that's big. That's a big deal. Imagine if you know you could sell at that time and stuff. Like people would have literally lost money, and they would have been stealing people's money because they would have probably been the buyers of yeah. uh, of, of those sellers and, and stuff too. So I wouldn't. I mean, Coinbase, like we said before, like even though even though we have no we have new currencies with these with these digital assets and cryptocurrencies, um, it's still going to be the same same fraudulent shit. And we're seeing now like. Cryptocurrency is like probably more manipulated than anything that we've ever experienced, but we're seeing like it's the same shit that we're using. That it might be worse, you know. Like at least with your bank, like so far in our lifetime, we can go get we can go get our cash out if we need our money. Like we don't have to worry about them fully. I mean, they can they can freeze your accounts and stuff like that. But but if you're just a you know everyday citizen that you know you know you know you don't have much much going on. You don't have to worry about shit. I mean, now crypto is starting to, you know, look like something worse, uh, a worse off option. So at some time, at some point, man, like they just do, especially Coinbase, they just do uh, weird shit. And um, I know it's not a class action lawsuit, but I'm on also I'm on Uphold. It's another exchange. And last week, uh, they were sending out price alerts. That were saying that uh, like all the current prices that are being alerted to were sitting there. It was saying that um it had tanked forty percent. So I'm like looking at the shit. I'm like, what? I was like, hell yeah, let me go buy. So I go to Coin Market Cap and the shit's in the green. Mm. I go online and they were like, yeah, basically the uh, the 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 pot the price the price thing glitch. So it was sending out all these alerts saying that you know the price the price prices are tanked like 50 percent. Yeah. Sending some prices out from like June or something like that. Whenever it was, it was even lower than where we're at now. And um, I was like, just reading a lot, I was like, oh, that, that, that can't be right. Like, I was like, that, that don't seem right. And yeah, they were saying the uphold had glitched with their prices and stuff too. But like, you know, their whole site had glitched. But when you went on to the app, it actually showed the real prices though, luckily. Like, yeah. it, just, it just sent that alert. So I'm thinking, like, you know, if you had like stop losses and stuff, or if you had like mark, uh, orders in, in there, like, I mean, damn, I mean, that's just shitty, man. That, that, that wasn't. They gotta fix that, it. That shit pisses me off, bro. Like, cause it's like people really are putting their life. Ain't nobody. I mean, nobody's really telling them to do this. You know, I, I'm not. We're not financial advisors, but you know, I, I'm always of the principle. Put in what you can afford to lose, but there's certain people that are just risk takers and they're putting their entire life savings into these projects. So for you to for them to manipulate the price, like this shit is planned manipulation. They do this shit all the fucking time, bro. And it's gonna reach a fucking boiling point where something's got to give with this shit because it's so obvious what they're doing. They do this at certain times when certain events are about to happen, certain projects are about to be listed to certain places. It's always some fucking glitch happening or something like that. So yeah, you're right. Something's got to change with that shit. I wanted to add too, like I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know if you've seen this, but I saw this. I saw this as well because I, you remember, I got hacked and I had to basically, you know, I had to go through this verification process with Coinbase. My account was locked down. For like months, I mean, like I think my account was locked down for like three months, and um, I mean, it was like locked the fuck down. It was nothing I could do. The stuff I had on there locked. My I'm locked out of it. Like I could not do anything, which is why at that time this is and this is before they had the Coinbase. Like this is 
before that went fully live. So at that time, I'm thinking like, damn, well, I know I got this, you know, coin. they got this Coinbase card or whatever, but what, what happens if like my account gets locked down like this again? And I actually try to use it as my main checking account or something like that. Like, can I really trust Coinbase? And I started, uh, but back, back to that though, um, I had to do this crazy ass verification thing with Coinbase that there was, it was like through this different like website, but it was through Coinbase where I had to like hold up, I had to take a picture of myself holding up this piece of paper with my ID. The KYC. Yeah, the new the new KYC thing. They're like they doing it. People have had have had to do this with Coinbase. Um, I think uh, Uphold, but like it was many different sites over there. And this is within the last month. They've been making a lot of people do new. I've already did KYC. You already got to do it for Coinbase, but it's not as it's, it was different. But yeah, I had to do this. I mean, do a whole new KYC thing, and I'm man, like this shit is, this is like this shit is crazy, man. Like they just had my account locked down for months, man. Like if that was like my main account and I was super aggressive, man, like I would. And you know. <laughs> We, we all know that Coinbase is the most centralized exchange by far. But, you know, the thing is with the Coinbase card, it is really, right now it's nice. It's really great to have the rewards, I think, are worth are worth it uh, looking into. I'm not going to say put, use it as a full-time checking. Hell no, nah, because you never know when they pull some fraudulent shit like they just did with the Shiba launch. Um, I use it for everyday purchases, but I'm not putting, I'm not connecting it. Uh, to my checking account, I, like well, I put in whatever I want from my bank. You know, I'll put in some money here and there on a daily basis, and you know, get rewards back on that for XLM is what I chose. Um, but yeah, man, that that's the thing with these these exchanges, bro. Like even with the wallets, like MetaMask is like the one that I use for the most part. And I was seeing somebody was saying in a, a Telegram they were talking about. Yeah, man, I lost everything. Somebody just hacked my MetaMask. Uh, they, I lost everything. Like a, I think he said like a month ago or something like that. Like you're not, your shit's not safe on that. I mean, the hardware wallets, it's not completely hacked proof. Nothing is really anything can really be hacked. Honestly, you know what I mean. It's just, it just depends. You know. Um, so that's something to always think about. You know, you got that's why you got to have like when you're in this crypto space, you got to have an exit uh, strategy. You know, because um, even when you want to withdraw shit, like I was making gains off of uh, this other coin that I'm on, uh, Saitama Inu that I've been in recently. Um, it's been doing really well. You can look on Dex Tools, and I think it's like number one on Dex Tools right now. Um, I was trying to pull some profit from it um, on my MetaMask. And these fucking, it's these gas fees, dude, like, each gas fees are in fucking insane. Like, I was sitting there for, like, 10, 15 minutes trying to wait for that shit to go down. It was, like, $100. I'm like, I ain't fucking paying $100 for this shit. Like, i like, bro, like, I'm just trying, I'm trying to pull out, like, 100, 150 right now. Why the fuck would I pay another 100 just to do that? Like, nigga, and people were claiming all oh, that London hard fork shit was going to be where the prices are go, go down, but now they're saying, no, it's going to be something else. Yeah, I see on Coinbase, they say now, yeah, you can, I'm, I'm, all, I'm off the waiting list, so I can start adding to ETH and, you know, getting, um, what, staking for when the official ETH2 arrives. But how do we know for sure that ETH2 is going to be the savior of these fucking gas fees? You know what I mean? Like, there's other projects out there, 
that can already help with gas fees. I can't think of one. I think is it Hex? Is it Hex or um, it's another one? People are talking about Polygon. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, you speak on that. Polygon. No, I was just, I was just gonna say Polygon. That's yeah. That's yeah. Cause yeah, cause these gas fees are just just ridiculous, man. And that's another thing holding people back from investing is like it's at certain points, man. It's you know it's just too much in my opinion. Um, so yeah, that's that's something to always think about when holding like on like a not an exchange, but holding on a fucking um, like a MetaMask, like a, a wallet like that. I'm in a couple uh, cryptocurrency Facebook groups, and um, I've been seeing a lot of people, and like in YouTube comments too. I've been seeing a lot of people here recently say that they've been getting their MetaMask hacked like crazy, like. And I don't. I got a MetaMask, but I didn't. I never really use it like that. But just, just uh, I don't really use it. I'm a hodler. Like I, I try to, you know, get what I get and get it off the exchange and just hold. I, I'm not even. I'm 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 um even extremely suspicious about like uh staking you know shit like ETH like certain certain coins I'm even suspicious about putting them on certain staking websites and stuff because I feel like it's a lot of suspicious stuff going on or even with that exchange or that site you know they that a lot of these sites are still centralized yeah. and um you know I, on a couple of things that you spoke on I wanted to speak on um one the gas fees. Um, more, I, I wanted to say like it just seems like you know it just seems that a lot of every a, a lot of things are intentional and gas fees are one of them man it just seems like or in my opinion what I think the gas fee situation is is manipulated as well and I said before that you know it's going to get a situation it's going to get to the situation where and I forgot I, I forgot what crypto I think it might have been Da Vinci. It's, it was it was a crypto YouTuber that spoke that uh basically said um uh Ethereum eventually one day is going to reach a situation kind of like how uh Car- kind of like Cardano the only difference is Ethereum actually has shit built on it um and the the, the problem is the scalability um a lot of cryptocurrencies the scalability and what that means is like the more and more people that buy your token. How is your network going to, you know, function with, with with actual increased activity on your smart on your um on your blockchain on your on your platform? And as we can clearly see, Ethereum doesn't necessarily perform well with more you know projects on top of its platform. That's where the gas. Why the gas? That's why we have the gas fee situation. The same thing can happen. See. The way the way these blockchains work, gas fees, uh, you know, the, the fees is the, is the actual technology doing the accounting shit for us. That's where that's why we have fees, you know. Um, it's however it works through the code or whatever. You get fees because of how the technology works to give you a desired outcome, which is a token. So clearly, Ethereum shows, you know, it has uh, so much shit built on top of it, but it has a gas fee problem and. The situation with the staking that I have is most sites, up, you know, you have some that you can put, you can put just a small number of Ethereum, but not many. You know, most of them happen to where it's already locked. I think it's always locked up, actually. But uh, certain sites is a different level. Like some of them, you say, oh, have you can have thirty. You have to have thirty-two. Some you can still I think um, 
Like even like Coinbase, I don't think you have to have 32. Uh, but it's a lockup period. And the lockup period is too long because even though we have high gas fees with Ethereum, you still got to understand that this is you still want to be invested in, in Ethereum because I do think eventually they will get the gas fee situation under uh, under control because I think it's intentional. I think that you, you notice the gas fees are the highest when it's the best buying, when it's uh, the best time to sell. When it's yeah. the best, when it's the best time to take, try to take profits. Remember, even a couple months ago, whenever, whenever the, in like March and April, man, those gas fees were insane, man. Like they were fucking insane. And like when it crashed, that's when the gas fees went down. When it crashed, well, that's when that's yeah. It was a time where gas fees were like not bad at all. In like June, uh, late, um, you know, June, like right after it crashed, July, gas fees weren't too bad, but it already crashed. Yeah, it already cracked. So, um, yeah, centralization is a problem, and that, that's that's um, that's showing itself. And the last thing I want to speak on is even decentralized exchanges. I'm, I don't know if you saw this, but Uniswap is basically like, like they're about to they're officially going to bring KYC to like or KYC or something like it to Uniswap, man. And now you know that's a good thing for Uniswap holders because the price will go through the roof. But that means that we're not going to necessarily even have decentralized, centralized, decentralized finance. Yeah, it's um, a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. I was I was done basically. Um. Well, sticking on like the the crypto thing, I was watching this live stream with Bitboy Crypto. He does around the blockchain with other crypto investors, and he was really the only one. Well, there was this dude named Crypto Jeb that was up there as well. They were talking about XRP. He was going uh, Bitboy Crypto was going hard for XRP. The other guys weren't really on the wave that he was on. Some believe that you know they were like, yeah, XRP could go to like five, ten, fifteen dollars. But but you know he was he was like, man, nah. Look at this case. He's like he's like last year I would have thought you know XRP is not really it's not really going to go anywhere like that. But he's like this year. He's pretty much changed his whole mind on it. And he was saying how, man, he's, he's like, uh, SEC, XRP, um, they're in on it together. Like, they're just extending this shit just to fuck around. Like, they're just like, they they know the power of Ripple. He was like, it's already in all of this, the financial system. If you look at it, it's already implemented in this shit. You know, it's just a matter of time before this case is uh, resolved because they don't really have anything um, uh, that they can do against it to you know to to stop it from being doing what it's doing and it gets relisted on these exchanges like the price is going to soar like crazy you know um and he was like yeah you know people were trying to debate XRP versus XLM and he was saying how pretty much our XLM is like little brother or something of like XRP you know which we, we talked about that before but it doesn't compare obviously. Um, and yeah, I, and I wanted to ask you about that, like about the case as a whole, because it's one of the bigger things in the crypto news right now, because I know you're a big, you know, crypto, uh, big XRP person. So I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, through this whole situation, I, I've always said that, um, you know, XRP and XLM, I still feel like you hear me. You've heard me say this a couple of times. You know, basically, we haven't seen anything in the crypto space yet, 
And um, another, before we started the, the, uh, the episode, you know, where I was speaking on basically not being where I wanted to be. And I want people to understand that we can wake up any second and everything you see with the cryptocurrency space can go to, like, it can, it can crash. It can go to zero. Like, it's happened before. Literally, it's, hap- it's happened before. Um, so I understand that. And, you know, I do advise people to understand that, you know, this space isn't fully, you know, uh, matured yet, but it is the future. With that being said, how is it, how is, you know, how, what do we have to look forward to? Well, I think personally that, you know, this SEC lawsuit with the, uh, with this, with XRP, this is basically after this, after we get full clarity from this court case, not only will that, with the price of XRP go get astronomical, um, this is when I, when you, you'll start seeing a lot of shit go to zero. I think this case is so significant because this is going to be a landmark on, um, Digital currency regulation. This is why you heard uh, you said you heard me say recently that I was investing heavily in uh, ISO two zero zero two two tokens, which is like this protocol, this messaging protocol through all the uh, world banks and stuff. Uh, they basically only use want to use certain cryptocurrencies that follow a certain standard, and it's only it's only a handful of them. I mean, like out of thousands of cryptocurrencies, it's only really ten off the top of my head at the most. Really, I can only I can name you five. I can't name you no more than five that is compliant. And I think XRP is so powerful because I think out of this court case, this is where you're going to see the sheer regulation that is going to. I mean, it's going to be. It's going to lead to a crash. It's going to lead to some type of crash. Uh, I still won't sell through the crashes. I still. I feel like I just. If you understand the nature of cryptocurrencies, supply and demand, and even other other uh complex economic uh concepts you understand that these the, the tokenization is the future like so even with the crash I, I probably would still be unless i really needed the money like i'm probably still gonna hold you know because you got to understand what we're what we're doing like what this shit is but um big boy crypto i i watch his videos here and there i'm not subscribed to him but i i, I don't think i've ever been subscribed to him but but I think you know other YouTube, other YouTubers uh, have spoken on him about him being a. Uh, he used to hate XRP like heavy. He was an XRP hater. Um, yeah. And even when the court case first popped off, I said like y'all people should buy more of this because I actually use man. I still use XRP like to, to get my money to you know to transfer cryptocurrencies and stuff. I use XRP. I use XRP like. Dude, like if you understand how powerful the, the actual technology is when it comes to, you know, transferring funds and staking funds and creating tokens, you 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 understand what the hell why X why XRP is in the in in the sights of the SEC. Literally, XRP. Once people understand what XRP is, like it's gonna like you're not gonna really need to, you're not gonna fuck with the dollar none of this other shit. Like you it, you literally you can transfer funds within two seconds. It's it's a mind fuck. I mean, transfer and confirm from one exchange to another exchange in a matter of seconds. I'm talking about settle. You can get it settled and then you can move it from that exchange to like it's insanity. It's insanity for real. And you know with this that the, the, the flare airdrop they have this that flare token airdrop that they keep pushing back. Like if you if you did it and you know you man like this shit is that shit alone is gonna make people rich at a time where people needed really go, are gonna need that money. 
that alone, because I think on BitTrue that token was at one point priced at a dollar already, because it actually had a pricing on it. So you're getting over, are you getting over a, a one, one point something to one um, airdrop basically? It's it's matched, my dude. So I, I think you know all all that's gonna come out of this court case, specifically the regulations. This is why you know you should take profit and you shouldn't fall in love with what you invest in. Cause you know, I, I am invested in XRP, but like still like, I mean, it's, it's just an investment. I'm, I'm here to, you know, I, I believe in it, but you know, anything can happen at any minute. That's why you gotta, I, I had to diversify and people got to diversify in other areas. Cause you know, I, I think this court case is going to go. I mean, this shit, we're going to be talking about this. Like w one day, I think we're going to be sitting there chilling and you know, I think, I, I think, Ripple's all-time high is like $3. I think, you know, once they kind of get this shit patched up, it's going to go from wherever it's at. Like, say if it's sitting still at a dollar or something, a dollar and uh, 20 cents or whatever, I think in a matter of an hour, dude, it's going to shoot up to like back to back to at least $2.70. Probably $3 like that day. And then, you know, it'll, it'll sit between where it's at now and 3 or $4. So it may still be volatile, but that's just that's what's going to happen. I think immediately. So if you've been in, if you've been buying, accumulating, it's you know you're going to literally 100x, you know 200x, 300x, 1000x your shit by just you know just by just being there by you just holding. But I think the price you heard me say before, like I think the mathematics on the price, the XRP will have to be up there with like the price of like Yearn Finance. And like uh, Bitcoin, like it had to be at least at least a thousand. But I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm thinking about 10 k. If if you know if, if it goes the way the way I, I think it it should go, ten mm. k. Because um, everything's correlating with the uh, Citrobate digital currency situation with the uh, with the uh, with the Citrobate digital currencies. They said everything's going to be ran, I think, through through this XR. Because if you understand what the technology XRP has, you understand what the fuck it is. Like it already has a built-in ledger. Like they, they already can build the Citra, They're already probably building the Citra Bank digital currencies on top of that ledger. So, like when they say all of the money, like everything's going to be tokenized, and I think XRP is going to be like, how can I explain it? XRP is going to be like the. Like it's gonna be like the tech, you know you know you have the technology of uh of of an actual bank app or even exchange like the actual technology that allows it to push to do commit orders and shit like that. Right. XRP will will be that technology. Like it will be that I think like you know that's that's the that's the technology that we're gonna be that's, that that shit's gonna be built on when you log in you know to your cryptocurrency exchange or your hardware wallet to do anything you know like I guess. Sending and exchanging, that's going to be based off of the ledger. Like, yeah. this, is how, this is how significant. This is like some, this is like investing in, you know, the actual dot com protocol, like actually investing in early internet protocols, not actual companies. I don't know. I don't think people understand how significant it is because even back then, they weren't a lot of, like, a lot of people weren't able to actually do that. We like this is like us investing in actual protocols for the new financial system, like not just the actual company. It's not like us investing in Amazon. It's like us investing in the fucking technology to allow Amazon Web Services to function. Like that's even bigger in my. Well, I mean, 
who knows too because you know Amazon is they said it's rumored Amazon's looking at using a couple projects moving forward so who knows XRP could be one of those projects you know and if that happens then I mean the price is going to explode like none other like it's going to be insane um they had a uh, World Economic Forum, you know, those those are quote unquote the bad guys. And you know, they do call XRP the banker's coin. Um, cause you know, they say XRP that's that's nothing but like the, the banks that we are talking shit about every day every day that that oppress us basically. It's nothing but partnerships, uh it's nothing but them doing a whole bunch of partnerships with XRP with Ripple, basically. That's what XRP is. I um but they're trying they're trying to scare people and shake people out for however long it takes. They're gonna trying to get people to sell. Um, but what, what was I going to say? Oh, the World Economic Forum put out a, uh, they, every month, every couple months, they put out like a magazine, a digital magazine or whatever. And they had on there, they had on there, uh, examples of cryptocurrencies. And some were saying that the, these examples of these cryptocurrencies they're talking about are some of the cryptos that will stay around that's going to go crazy. And I can name a couple off the top of my head, um, it was Algorand, which Algorand was is like uh, they're, they're using it as a central. They're using that as the uh, yeah CBDC of the Marshall Islands already in the Bahamas. Algorand, Algorand is going to go. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, Solana, you see Solana. You remember I was talking about Solana months ago. Yeah, Solana. Solana's been going crazy recently. Yeah, they had Solana on there. Um, yeah, and yeah, Solana. I, I, that's a great project. Oh, uh, they had some. They had used Solana. Um, it was Algorand, Solana. It was only five of them. I can name. I think all of them. Algorand, Solana, CeeLo, CeeLo Gold, C E L O. I've heard of that. Yeah. See, and I did the quizzes on Coinbase a while back, and I held it for a while. I mean, this was like last year. I held it for a while, and I think I ended up, um, you know, turning it into something else or whatever. Um, but I, I, I bought a, I bought a big bag the other day because if you if you look up CeeLo. Okay, CeeLo, man, I, you need to you need to do your research on CeeLo, man, because it's what they're trying to do, and they already have a functional website too. You can go. I went on there. They already have a functional website. CeeLo is going to be like a um, this is it's going to be next level. It's going to be like a cat. It kind of reminds me of like a cash app. Uh, it's like a cash app, like a cell phone company merger type thing. Like so, basically, what CeeLo is trying to do is get it to where you you're. You already have public wallets based on your phone number, so you don't. So you don't have to. You know. So you don't have to uh, worry about long, long keys. Like it's just going to be your wallet is going to be your phone number. It's going to be your actual phone number. So every each, each cell phone, each each wallet, or each cell phone, each cell phone number, it comes with its own private wallet to yeah. be able to to be able to accept and um, transfer cryptocurrency so if you if you if you understand where we're going then you would understand that that is if that's significant man that's significant yeah that's, that's a big deal amazing so CeeLo is one of them um it was solana CeeLo. i think i saw it was a cardano they, had, they actually had cardano on there uh they had xrp on there um and hadera hash graph Hadera Hashgraph is another one. I just, I yeah, I, yeah, I had to get invested in, in Hadera Hashgraph. Um, it's you know, just you had to go on onto Google and just type in ISO two zero zero two two, and just follow the money. Just follow uh, like the World Economic Forum. Um, just look at the partnerships. 
it's a whole nother reality that's actually going on on top of what they're showing us. Like, if you really, if you've been following the money, that they already have this system in place. It's just that you know they're trying to shake people out who aren't doing their research. And I think yeah. you know it's gonna reach a day where they're gonna flip that switch on. It's, yeah, it's like what I was saying before about Robinhood locked and loaded with Shiva. They're ready to list that as the next crypto on Robinhood. We saw what that happened. We, we saw what happened when they did that to Doge. So it's like these companies are locked and loaded with these systems for these certain projects. They're just waiting to drop it on the public, you know. So, um, so yeah. I, to add a little bit too. You ought to understand this, too. Uh, I want to kind of go back to the XRP situation, too. Um, the SEC has been, they have done this recently. And um, I went back and did research uh, on Filecoin. And um, Filecoin had gotten gotten sued by the SEC, I think, back in 2017, 2018. Uh, Filecoin had this big thing with the SEC and if you know about file, I'm not invested in Filecoin. The reason why I didn't invest in Filecoin because immediately after they got clarity from the SEC, I think the price of Filecoin went from like two or three dollars to like forty dollars. I mean, the, 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 I saw that shit. It was like that day, man. Like that That's shit crazy. had like that shit had like ten. It had ten x. This is why I say XRP is gonna do something similar. The shit had ten x, man, and it was all over the headlines. And I was like, what the fuck is Filecoin? And I looked it up, and this is last year, uh, 2020. SEC had, um, you know, sued Filecoin. Filecoin had got delisted. This is not, see, this is not the first time. See, the space is so new that a lot of, so many people think that a lot of these situations are new situations. Nah, man, this shit has been going on. This shit has been going on since, what, 2013? Like, some of these coins, like, they had different names. Some of these companies merged already like you gotta i mean even if you do the research dogecoin the uh the white the, the protocol basically came from uh um big was it bitcoin it's either bitcoin or litecoin like that's actually it, it was like a uh a, a fork or whatever it, it forked off of one of those it uh. forked off of one of those yeah do, doge actually forked so when they say this when even when they tell you that they don't know what it is, like no, nah, it's fucking bullshit. I, like this is the government. This is the government space. You know what I mean? All this shit, like, don't no, no. Some regular dude didn't just make Doge and and didn't know what he was doing. Man, they already yeah. Like, that's the story they say. You know, some dude just made like a college student or something just made Doge as a joke. And no, eight years later, what seven? About like seven years later, it explodes out of nowhere. It, it was a joke to you and me because they literally you got to think about all these rich ass people that you know had billions of that that just literally these are the, these are the wells that be manipulating the prices of this shit you know yep. these guys these these are uh, these top one percent guys you know people think it's just bots but nah it's just these people at the top manipulating the prices um, same way as telling you not to buy yeah yeah. But here's the thing, though, with Doge, Doge really opened the door for all of these memes, coins and shit that went crazy the past year or so. Doge really is like the leader of that shit, in a sense, which that kind of gives a you can look at it as a a pro and a con because it gives people, everyday people, the chance to find these meme projects that might explode in a day, might a hundred X, a thousand X in a day. But after that, it's pretty much done. The project is pretty much done, you know, 
But I mean, that, I mean that's it gives you another realm of uh, revenue. And NFTs are going to become more important as time passes as well with the with these projects incorporating NFTs to burn their utility. Uh, yeah, to burn their supply. That is. Um, I think I think I think like Doge. I think what it did. I, I think it did. It brought exposure, but I think it's I think it's hurt. I think it hurts a lot of people too because I think that the situation with Doge. Um, now I'm not speaking on Doge specifically because I think Doge actually um has some type of utility because of its um because people want it because of its supply. I mean, anything that has a supply, I mean, you can't say that it doesn't have utility, just like the U.S. dollar. It has an infinite market cap. It's centralized. If you look at the dollar compared to Doge, the dollar is something like on a piece of paper, you wouldn't you would want to go with Dogecoin over the dollar. Um, so, you know, Doge, you know, I'm not I'm not the one here to sit up here. I don't even like to really use the term meme coin either, uh, because, you know, we're still early in the space, but. I think Doge it did it didn't bring exposure, which I'm thankful for the exposure. But I don't think people really realize that like the, the cryptocurrency space is like this shit is you gotta be you got to be built for it. Like you gotta really you gotta do extensive research. You gotta do more research in this space than any other space because it's literally fully controlled by AI. This is why the market looks the same whenever whenever when, when Bitcoin crashes, everything else crashes. It's all AI. It's AI. It's it's uh it's automated. They're using AI. So you gotta basically, you gotta basically <laughs> know how to fight against the computer. You gotta know how to damn think on the level of the computer. Like this is why uh, traditional um, technical analysis doesn't really work uh, with with the cryptocurrency space because it's AI. It's something new. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and it's always. <laughs> You can look at another thing being a pro and a con is that it never stops. It's 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something to always think about because I found myself many times looking at projects over and over and over throughout the day just for just to see what's happening. Because just like that, shit gets flipped. You know, I've seen flash crashes of like Bitcoin crashing like $5,000 and matter of seconds then jump right back up two three thousand dollars like it's that fast like so you that's why you gotta constantly be on it you know it, it just it just crashed with 10k in a day the other day it mm-hmm. did we just had a we just had a flash crash a couple of days ago um i think it's been sitting right around 45 46 000. yeah so uh, it was Tuesday actually when El Salvador uh the, the first day they made they accepted Bitcoin as legal tender yeah, it crashed, and you know a lot of people were saying that that was the IMF and you know manipulation. It's all manipulated, but yeah, I, I think you just got to do your research. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to lose money. You don't have the dis- financial discipline. Like this is why I'm glad I started doing stocks and stuff beforehand, and I think it shows that you know you can, you can't just jump into crypto and just be able to do it, man. Like. Because you got to be able to have the emotions to be able to look at your portfolio, possibly go to drop 50 percent, like not even just just have to bond it. You got to be able to have the heart to be able to go, you know, be like, oh, shit, my shit just crashed, but still be able to hold it. Yeah. Some of the some of the swings. I mean, like, that's why like you got to You got to get used to the swings. Like now I'm to the point now where I'm just immune to the I, dude. I'm immune to it. 
but it took a lot of time. It took a while to get used to that. And like, if you're not used to it, you won't be able to handle it. You'll be ready, like fuck it. You'll just be wanting to sell, and and, and you know, you want yeah. you want you want continue to hold. Yeah, you gotta have diamond hands. Yep. You know, to be in the space. Um, I think that's yeah. I think that's probably all the crypto news I can think about at the moment. Um. The next thing we can talk about on another topic is uh, with, uh, Biden with the mandate he just did saying that, you know, if a company has 100 employees or more, that either the employees have to go through regular like weekly testing, COVID testing, or they have to uh, get the vaccine. So, uh, yeah, he just mandated that. I think that was yesterday. Um, and efforts to curb the Delta variant spikes and stuff to try to get more, try to reach the goal he failed to reach like a couple months ago in terms of vaccination rate. So now he's trying to put down the hammer and, sh- and stuff, you know, on this. So, um, yeah, what do you uh, think about that? Um, I, I wanted to ask you because I know... I'm not tripping, but I remember a couple of news outlets saying that we had reached 70% vaccination rate, like July 5th. It wasn't the, it wasn't the day of July, but it was like the next, it was that week, that weekend or something like that, like that next Monday. It said that we had reached 70% vaccination rate. And, um, I find it weird now that I, now that they're saying that we never reached, we never reached a 70% vaccination rate. It's only at 60 something percent, which I find it kind of weird. Cause I know for, uh, for fact, that he came out and said he 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 said that shit on and somewhere and or news that come out in the news and said that we reached seventy percent vaccination rate. If you look now, it's only saying that we're right at 66 percent. And I was like, oh, they're going to keep saying that we're at sixty percent for a long forever, like just to keep getting more people to be vaccinated because the statistics are manipulated. Yeah, it's weird, man. Like, but you know, before we got on the on on stream. I told you that, you know, we're all going to have to make a tough decision. I don't give a fuck if you have a lot of money, like if you're rich, poor, like we're all here very soon going to have to make a very, 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 very tough decision. I'll be uh, with your job financially, uh, you know, socially, with you having to move or being evicted, uh, physically with health, you know, like we're all going to have tough choices coming up. Um, so... This is the start of what I was saying about this shit tightening up. I, I, you know, I said it's going to tighten up here in the next month, and I've been saying that for the last month. I said about, about October, you know, it's going to be so crazy, I think, in another month or so. You know, you need to be, start preparing now. You know, I think in another month, we're going to probably have another lockdown. Uh, school is more than likely, for sure, be back going back um, remote. So I just think this is just the start of them trying to, you know, really tighten up and... Um, it's going to reach a point where it don't matter if you got a religious exemption it, it doesn't, and none of that's going to matter it's going to reach a point where the only way you're going to be able to work is to get the it's going to either you have the vaccine or you don't that's the only thing that's why I was like I put my exemption in I was like I don't even want to continue to like, continue to do this shit because I, in six months I could come up and they could say well you know we don't want to take a religious exemption and I'm going to have to make a decision then you know what I mean I'm going to have to make a choice then 
Because yeah. I, I mean, this is where it's going. This is where it's going. This is where it's going. They're not gonna. It's either. I don't know. It may take. I think it's gonna probably be by the end of the year. You're either gonna have. You're either gonna have the vaccine or you're not. Like, or, or you're not gonna be able to work. And then eventually, it's gonna get to where I. I, I think. I think starting October, we're gonna start having severe shortages on a lot of shit. If you go to the store, I'm man. If you go to the store, ain't nothing in the store, man. Like, it, it's getting real empty for a lot of shit. Uh, so. I'm not surprised. I'm just preparing for myself, you know. Um, I'm even seeing shit like a different apartment complexes where property managers are recommend are um, making people get vaccinated. I seen that. Yeah, that's it's cr- yeah. I it's going it's going to get like that because you got to think the government. See, it's all it's all connected. The government is what's buying up all these properties and stuff, so they can. The government is. You might uh, somewhere down the line they may be your your actual. Uh, your um leasing manager or whatever. So even if that's what I'm saying for myself, like nah, man, like you know, I'm 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 not just you know I'm happy, but it's like, dude, if you knew if you know where it's going, dude, I stay in an apartment. I'm telling you now, they're gonna probably have it to where if you have an apartment, nine times out of ten, they're gonna probably try to do some shit like this, especially in certain states. I'm not gonna say they're gonna be able to do it everywhere, um. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking this shit can go so far, and I'm preparing for that. Like, I'm like, well, shit, like, any minute, any minute they can come and say, hell, tomorrow they can come and say somebody bought bought our leasing office, all your, all the tenant contracts are void. You have to sign a new contract, and they can decide not to renew my. I mean, any minute, man, any minute, any minute. Um, I, you know, what's the the most interesting thing to me about this entire um like pandemic and stuff is just more so the people that are on the side of enforcing these mandates as if that's going to be a an immediate like solution to what's going on because if you think about it last year we were in better shape than we were now with the as many people that have been vaccinated why are the cases continuing to go up you know i mean you got to put one and one together you can figure that out. You, you can come up with your own because it, I mean, it doesn't make sense unless these vaccinations, like we know, were experimental from the jump. And now, yeah, they got FDA approval, but that's it's too late for that. It's too late for all of that because you for months you had people just taking some shit that wasn't you didn't know what what could lead to. You still we still don't know. We won't know for lots of years what the long-term effects of this shit will do on people, you know? So for people to just sit here and just say, want, they want this shit, man, they, don't you, do you motherfuckers really want to be free or do you want to be in a commun, communist um, state because that's where we're headed and you're sounding just like that mother, you're sounding just like these people, these tyrants and shit in history that you look down on, that's what you're sounding like right now, you you know, to me, you sound brainwashed. You know, you're going and telling people, oh, you, they good. Like, doctors saying they're not going to take people if they're not vaccinated. And people are just like, yeah, yeah, that's what they, yeah, good. Good on them. Good on them. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you talk, like, do you understand what a doctor's um, job is supposed to be? Just to accept some, to not accept somebody simply because they didn't want, they chose not to take a fucking vaccine, like that is the dumbest shit in the world to me. You think that shit is an immediate solution? Look how many people have taken that shit and look how many fucking cases we got now. 
Like, bro, put one, put use your fucking brain for once, bro. Like, are you serious? Like, last year we were in better shape. You can't deny that shit. Like, and, but okay, the, they'll say the reports about, oh, uh, well, most of the hospitals are filled with unvaccinated people. Okay, but what were la okay? What were the hospitals last year? It's the same shit. Unvaccinated people. But what do we have now? We got way more cases. Put your fuck. Use your fucking brain, bro. Like I mean, <laughs> it, it's so. I get it. A lot of motherfuckers are scared. I get it. You just gonna do whatever you told to do. I get it. But you gotta use your brain, bro. Like it's so. We're going into that dick that dictator type. Um, military police type state shit. That that's where we're headed, man. In terms of like with the lockdowns, these mandates and shit, man. We can hope. Let's just hope. Magically, we reach that stupid ass uh, goal that he has for vaccination rates, and then it this shit slides down. This it, it slowly decreases. That's what I hope. You know, Fauci was saying. You know, people get vaccinated by next year, spring twenty twenty two or something. He said. Shit should start to die down. That's what he was saying. He said that like a month or two ago. So I don't know. I don't know what's, but I do know another lockdown is on the horizon. That mandate that Biden did is a huge first fucking step in doing that. I don't think people realize that. You know, right now it's just saying, yeah, you get weekly testing or, but like you said, it's good. It's going to get to the point to where no weekly testing. You got to get this shit or you can't work. But right now, there's so many fucking jobs because people don't want to work. You know what I mean? So you think this is going to help? This is only going to make shit worse. It goes back to what Big Boy Crypto was saying. Like, we're about to head into probably the worst recession we've seen since like 2008 or something like that. And people don't even realize this shit. Like, all of this ties into this with the crypto. All of this shit ties together. The timing of it. But I digress. Um, it was it was something I wanted to speak on. Oh yeah, you know they they talk about you know. I didn't go in. I, I didn't go into that to the medical profession to be able to pick and choose who I wanted to take care of, and a lot of the reason why I had to walk away was because those who are who, who still are sticking around, man, like just some of the comments that they had made me really question on why I was in that environment. You know, I, I, I never, never before, even up leading up to this point before the pandemic, like I never once refused treatment on anybody that, that needed my care. And the fact that it can change like this overnight because of some bullshit that is proven that is actually proven. You know, you can't you can't prove even 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 for me to sit up here and not, you know, be 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 a conspiracy theorist, as they say, we can't even we don't even have, have enough time. We haven't had enough time to prove if it works or not. So how can they mandate something that we don't even know that works or not? Like that's, you know, I, that's that's the only like for me. It's not even it's not even as complex as I don't even have to go into detail on why I don't necessarily uh, go for it. Why I'm not going for it? There's so many holes in the whole situation that, you know, it, it just led me to just try to focus on myself and how to how to uh, you know take care of myself and my family because I clearly I, I see what's going on. Basically, what I was seeing somewhere is um. What's going on is this is World War Three. World War Three is uh, war on the people. Government war on the people, and this is around. This is this is this is a conceited effort. Uh, we've been at war basically probably forever. I think since 
World War One before we've been at war forever. This is what we've been in a perpetual state of war everywhere. Um, and they've and the governments have had certain things in in, in place uh, to control the population and do all kind. And I think this stuff is going to come out of within our lifetime. Um, but this is the beginning of the actual like World War Three. Like this, they're actually like they're not hiding it anymore. This is World War Three. Um, so you know, I, I envision it. You know, it's it's going to get it's going to get real sticky. Um, but you know, I I don't really want. I don't. It's not all gloom and doom. I, I just think it, you just gotta. You know, you gotta just do your own research and prepare, man. Like yeah, the people that that have it, the, the people you know, you notice the ones who's pushing the mandates are usually the people that never believed in conspiracy in the past. Those are the ones that's really in trouble. I think the ones who not even necessarily believed in what they saw, but even at least question, you know, they might believe everything, even believe everything they see, but they at least have that weird for like, hmm, this is weird. And those who have always questioned those, they'll they'll be all right. It's the, it's the ones that never really believed in conspiracy or anything different in the norm that's going to be in trouble. When every day a conspiracy is revealed to be truth, in a sense, every day with something, some type of event, you can tie that shit back to a conspiracy. You can tie that back to numerology. You can you know tie that back to gematria. Every single day, there's always some shit that they're pulling. And it aligns with some numbers or some some something in history, some divine, something divine in history, like something ancient. Like pe- I mean, but people think that this shit is just a, people talking out the side of their neck and just don't know what they're talking about. When they do this shit repeatedly, they keep they do the same shit. You go look at music, these rappers, every fucking like damn near it's like clockwork every month or so another rapper gets arrested for a weapons charge same shit over and over you've seen all these people dying from fentanyl fentanyl right like i mean like bro like what you mean to tell me mike okay you mean to tell me okay michael k williams who just died right allegedly died what they're saying just died right they saying he died from an overdose from fentanyl there was a comedian that just died, Fuquan Johnson, Fentanyl. Same shit. You tell me all these people are dying from this shit. These are people that have money and can get this shit probably as pure as possible, but they're dying from this shit, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, y'all, I mean, y'all, if y'all don't see what's going on, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, it's so obvious this shit is a ritual. It's a ritual that's continuing to be played on the public on a it's just it's just ridiculous to me how people don't see it. If you look into the numbers, you will start to understand. No, this is not a fucking coincidence, bro. It's planned this way. You go look at Michael K. Williams. Go look at his Instagram. What is it? What's his last post? A post of Tracy Morgan telling people not to not to cry for him. Don't pray for him or nothing when he's gone. He posted that six days before he somehow died over from an overdose. That Lovecraft Country show that he was on. He did an interview where he was breaking down, talking about, you know, he was going through a lot filming that. That's like one of his last big filming uh, projects before he's passed, going through a lot. It's almost as if he knew. He knew that his time was coming, his ritual was coming, just like the rest of them. Like, I mean, I don't know how y'all don't understand this shit. 
these these fucking public figures, celebs, they show you this shit all the time. Always talking about not selling their souls and shit. It's the same shit every fucking time, bro. Like every time, and people keep falling for this shit. You the same motherfuckers that are pushing these mandates, and you don't realize the ones that you call crazy are the ones that got it from the beginning, and you're the one that's driving yourself crazy, trying to be someone that doesn't actually understand it. You know, but you you want to fall in line because of fear. You're scared. You know, it, it's just a, just a sad state of affairs. You know, that's going on because we're just becoming more. We're becoming more like North Korea than we thought. You know, people falling in line, and it's it's a shame, in my opinion. You know, um, but the people that get it will be all right. The ones that don't, it is what it is. But I'm always going to be for choose choice. I'm always going to stand for freedom. I don't give a fuck what these motherfuckers say. Who run it? Who's in the government? They can kill me. You can't kill my energy, though. You can't kill my people as a whole because you know the truth behind that. So I don't give a fuck. You know, that's how I look at it. Fuck them. Fuck Biden. I, I Fuck these mandates. Fuck Fauci. Like, all these niggas are frauds. Like, it, it, it's political theater. Yep. What I wanted to add to, I wanted to speak on the fentanyl situation. Um, I didn't know this guy personally, but he was from the area. Um, I know I knew of him. He's my cousin's uh, fiance, man. He just uh, he just passed from an overdose here recently, the last few days. Um so no. I wanted to, but I, but I what I wanted to speak on though is my theory behind the whole fentanyl thing because if you notice, like if you notice when they come out with these celebrities that when they die from you know when they when they come out with these celebrities passing from these overdoses and stuff, if you look in your area, if you look at the news, there's a lot of overdoses in the news and stuff. So I think that they use these artists as rituals to basically. Um, not only, not only are, for example, for us, for black people, not only are they trying to change the image of what have you view a drug addict, they're trying to put that image of, they're trying to put the pet, image of pedophilia and drug addiction and, uh, and um, deviancy onto the black community, specifically the black man. Um, that's what they're doing with these rituals and stuff. So I don't necessarily believe that he, that he died from an overdose. I think that that's what his ritual was chosen for because we're motherfucking dying from overdoses they have us under attack they have us you know they have their foot on our necks so if you look at the bigger picture they're using these people as as literal rituals on a on a on a global and on a, at least a national level and i thought that that was weird you know this this guy from my hometown passes from an overdose and they just come out with all these celebrities down from these overdoses i'm like man that's intentional because you know the, the drugs come from the government the drugs come from the government, or in this in this case, if it's fentanyl, it's coming from the from the uh, hospital. But guess what? Your daughter doesn't give a shit about you, especially if you haven't gotten a vaccine. So, like, don't you kind of start to just the people start to see that this shit is intentional? But even yeah. on the bigger picture, they're trying to they're, they're trying to put the image of they're trying to put the, the imagery of uh, pedophilia and drug addiction specifically onto the black man. This is what this this is why you're seeing a string of these black artists come out. With these overdoses, you want to you seeing these people come out with this with these pedophilia rings, and you find it kind of ironic that you know the conspiracy was you know these big time white celebrities and this and this big uh, pedophile ring, and you have all these white celebrities overdosing and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden now the narrative switched, the narrative yeah. changed. You got to understand, you know the times that we're in. They really hate you, nigger. So you know they're gonna really really try to when they have the opportunity. 
They're going to decimate you and me. They're going to decimate us as best as they can. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and again, with even with the mandates, who's the one they, they always blame? They always blame black people. Like, why are black, more black people getting vaccines and stuff like that? And then when we give logical reasons behind it, they say, oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, this shit wasn't even proven. Tuskegee experiment wasn't like that. Yeah. But do you not understand, bro, like on a daily basis, how fucked over we are on a daily basis? And for us to simply say, nah, I'm good, bro. I don't, you know, I'll continue to social distance. I'll wear a a mask when I need to do it. You know, I'm not going to cover my nose, but I'll put it on halfway. You know, I'll social distance. But if I refuse to take a fucking shot, you look at me like, oh, you're the reason my parents are going to die or some shit. Like, do you not understand that that shit is is still transmissible? And they say, well, you're you're not likely to die or get, you know, motherfucker. I've already had COVID myself and I barely had any fucking symptoms, bro. I can get it again. I can barely have symptoms again. I can get it again. I can be hospitalized. But you know what? I'd rather have that choice than to take something that is not. We don't know the, the effects of it long term. See, I'm thinking about sterilization. That's what I'm really thinking about. Sterilization, long term. You, do you not understand how Marquay um, was just saying about them always trying to fuck us over? You take this shit now, years later, you want to start a family, you're not able to have a family. Hmm, I wonder why. You got to think about shit like that, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm always thinking, I'm a futurist. I'm always thinking years down the line, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna even add to that, man. My my fear is sterilization, but man, from what I put together, my research and what I was experiencing, that's not even my fear. But you know, that wouldn't even be my fear, man. I'm seeing so many people, it's autoimmune disorders and and aggressive cancers, man. That's the like this, this shit is decimating people's bodies, dude. Like you know, and other nations are covering it the way that that's the, the, the way that the, the reality, you know, look at Israel, you know, look at other nations. Uh, Sweden just did a ban on, on uh, citizens coming from highly vaccinated populations. Um, mm. Yeah, they just they just did a ban last week on this. Uh, they had Israel. They had they did it. They did an Israel ban and they try, basically they did, a, they did a ban on a certain nations that. They did bans on certain nations, and um, the, each nation had the highest vaccination rates. Um, they, they 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 did it indirectly. So this is why I was saying that they didn't come out and say it, but this is what I was this is what I was saying. Like they basically try to do this wicked plan that's not going to work. If you notice, everything that Biden has done doesn't is isn't working, and it's a and it's a reason. It's because Biden's going to go down as one of the worst presidents of all time. He is, he is, and in fact, I, I mean, I don't even think the okay. Everything that the Biden's trying to do, the dude doesn't hasn't worked, and we can tell that it's been an ultimate failure because it's a reason behind that. Because they're doing some wicked ass shit. This is some higher level intervention to be to allow us to see this motherfucker blunder like this. He's doing shit planned, pre-planned. Even with Afghanistan, they, the truce is supposed to leave in May, but nah, he won the election. He wanted to push it back to September 11th for it to be symbolic, so he can say he's the one that brought him home. When Trump told him told him that they would come home in May. See, he's doing shit, you know, um, he's doing shit uh, intentionally, and I, a lot of the shit he's doing intentionally is to be able to push this vaccine, and this is why it's not going to work, because it's wicked. This The shit that's going on is worse than the Holocaust. 
what's going on is worse than the hollow cards. And we'll and God willing, we'll be able to see the uh the outcome of all this. Yeah, it, it's 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 predicted that it's going to be like North Korea that they're going to try to lock it. Our, our our way of living is going to definitely change forever. I don't think it's going to. I don't think they're going to be able to follow through with the plan. But I think it's going to be a lot of carnage in this battle that we face. Um. So yeah. 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 Fuck, fuck Biden yeah. and the government and the government. I mean. What more do you want, man? You got all these, you got all these emails that leak with Fauci, contradicting so many points that he said publicly, but people still blindly follow him, like he's a fucking messiah or some shit. I don't give a fuck how many years this nigga got experience. He's a fucking puppet, just like the rest of them that get on TV. So I don't give a damn about his his resume. You know. Um, Oh, you're not a doctor. Okay, motherfucker. You're not either. And these motherfucking doctors don't know what's in this fucking shit, bro. Like, what? I, there's doctors that's going against other doctors saying you motherfuckers not telling the truth, bro. Like, stop lying to people and telling them everything's going to be good. Like, come on, bro. Like, y'all got to use y'all brains, man. This shit's yeah. sad. Yep. They they basically, like, nationalized medicine and they're, gonna, they're using it against us. And I was thinking, man, like... What happens to a society when they, when you know, your own doctors refuse to treat you? Like, mm. what happens, man? Like, you know, what happens when you get when you you can't just go to the hospital anymore? You know, and we're about to we're experiencing that now. We're about to really experience it. Um, and I think this is why I said earlier, it's not all gloom and doom. We're gonna have growing pains. Out of, what, what's gonna come out of all of this is sovereignty. What's, that's what's gonna come out of all of this is what is how it used to be. You know, in the wild, wild west. Before they had the United States of America, when it was just, you know, it was just wild, everything was free. Each individual person recognized that they were a nation. You you were your own bank. You were your own community. Like, this is the shit we're going back to. And it's gonna, this is this is what it means to be human. To be human, to be man, to be woman, is to be able to be sovereign and to be able to be your own, to be free. We're not living free. And you know what's gonna come out of all of this is we're gonna know exactly what it means to be healthy, how to be healthy. The hospitals, the, the way we've been living the whole this whole time is wrong, and you know this is the growing pain, the growing pains that's going to come out of this is what we're experiencing now. I think this is the start of it. Even the way we think of hospitals and shit, like only thing has been only thing has been is uh, pay for profit, but it's, it's profit for care basically. Um, it, it has never been to the doctors never been to get you in the best health. And um, you know that's being exposed. That's going to be exposed. And, and they just put you on these these fucking drugs that do nothing but deteriorate your health slowly yeah. but surely. Yeah, this is why this is that's my theory on why we have uh, chronic disorders like cancers and autoimmune diseases. It's coming from the vaccines and the um and the medicines that these doctors put us on. You can go and you know you you go have a um let's say you you go get a damn you you break your hand or some shit. Well, they're going to give you probably the antibiotics that you were taking in probably laid the foundation for you to get an autoimmune disorder, you know, 10 years down the road. Or give you some fucking Percocets and you become addicted to that shit, so. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's 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 always something with the, with the medicine, with the medical industry. So, you know, this coming out of what's going to come out of all this is uh, so beautiful. I think they call it golden age, but we're going to have to go through growing pains first. And that's what we're going through now. Nah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, even with you talking about the Wild Wild West, my dream now is to become a cowboy. 
And I just want to own ranches and shit and grow for, you know, grow my own produce and stuff. That's that's what my ultimate goal is. My ultimate goal is to be how uh, Thanos was at the end of Infinity War, except I'm not going to I don't want to snap away half the universe. I just want to be peaceful living on my farm and chilling. That That's what I want to do. I don't I want to be away from this shit. Honestly, bro. like it's not I just don't give a fuck about being a part of society at times, bro. Like it's just. So much bullshit going on right now on a daily basis. Um, and even back to the vaccine, it's like there's more variants popping up left and fucking right. I'm, I'm sure you saw that new variant that just popped up, Mu variant. They're saying might be resisting the vaccine. So what's the fucking point of getting a vaccine to begin with, bro? Like, what's the point? Already president 49 states. Like, are you fucking serious? And you stupid motherfuckers want to get mad. Oh, you you ain't get the bet. They're saying this shit might be resisting the vaccines. Now what, motherfucker? Like, what's the point now? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it, it's, man, it's crazy, bro. Even when we started talking about this shit, dude, we, start, we talked about this shit before nobody, and anybody really understood what was about to happen, bro. Like, it's crazy to think about that, man. What, beginning of like 2020 or right before that shit. Um, yeah. And I want to ask you, what do you think we could have done differently to prevent where we're at now? Bro, I wanted to add to, I didn't, I meant to, this, I meant to add to this earlier when you said we were in a much better uh, situation last year than this year. And I don't think you can tell, but one thing you can look at is kids weren't getting this shit last year. Kids weren't even getting this shit last year, man. Like, so what changed? And, you know, I said it before. I said the vaccine is the variant. Um, and I said this the other day. Oh, but what we could have changed. Um, I, I think, you know, I will say this. When I was employed, the worst time as during this pandemic in, in North Carolina was last summer. That shit was insanity. And that's when most of the staff, that's when you was, I would say 60% of the staff quit. But it was like all at once, it seemed like. Um and it was around the time when we first opened shit back up. But by the time, by now, by around this time last year, it started dying down. Like, it started getting to where, okay, it's nothing. Like, it was fine all the way up until about Feb- up until about late January, early February, when we had that real, real, like, the real big spike. Um, I think what we could have done differently is once we had it opened up last summer, um, I, think, I think the reality was around this time last summer after opening it up, we were we were reaching herd immunity, and um I think we should have just kept it open. We should have kept kept it open and started easing man- whatever mandates we had at this point last year. We should have kept we should have uh, kept easing the mandates. But you know you gotta we gotta understand that you know this whole situation is them not trying to you know get us better and try to help us out. You know once you once you once you once I realized that I I, I got oh well duh they're not it seems simple to us because it, it you know they're not. The ones that ones that have power now aren't doing anything. They're, they're doing the opposite. They're trying to hurt us. So, I think for me, it sounds simple, but we could have just kept, we could have just kept it open. Um, you know, no more social distancing. Um, and me personally, I think the mask. I think the mask when it comes out, when it's all said and done, the mask are just gonna are gonna be just as bad as the. Uh, the vaccine is probably going to end up being worse when it comes to the fallout, but the masks are killing a lot of people too. I, you know, I've been against the masks from the beginning. Uh, and I think that's why you're seeing a lot of uh, kids get sick this year. 
uh, like a, a lot of babies, a lot of babies and like little toddlers get sick is because of the mask. I think that that's where that kind of, where that, that's, that's, that's the fallout from that. Um, and of course the variants, but, um, also back to what you were saying, uh, what we could have did different is kept it open. Um, eventually I think, you know, the mask mandate should have, you know, we could have got rid of that. And I think at this point we would just be chilling right now. Uh, we would just be chilling. It probably would still be around, but it would be like, it wouldn't even be like the, the flu, man. It would be like, I mean, rubella or some shit. Or it probably would be like the flu or like strep for a little bit. But, you know, you wouldn't really know that many people get it. And if you get it, we would already probably have it to where, you know, we would be taking our ivermectin or vitamin D, dexamethasone, uh, zinc. Shit that we were actually doing last last year, early in the pandemic, when I was saying people were surviving and the news saying people were dying, we were giving them dexamethasone, hydrochloric, uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, which is uh, HCQ, also known as ivermectin. Um, we were giving these different medications, um, and we stopped giving it to them, and people stopped stop stop living and shit. I think at this point we would have it figured out. Um, we would have it definitely figured out. And the last thing I wanted to add, uh, the back, what I wanted to say, of course, I feel like the vaccine is the variant, but I wanted to go back also to what you were saying about Fauci and uh, him, him basically, he's lied this whole time. He's lied. He's not, he hasn't said one truthful thing. And I said it from the beginning, and I got laughed at by coworkers early in the situation where I said that this shit came from a lab. It's already proven that it came from a lab. It um, possibly came from North Carolina. It came from UNC Chapel Hill, dude. I'm glad you said that, you know, because he he it's it's the, the paper trail is there. See, I'm glad you said that, Stefan, because even I want people to understand, like, even the situation with China, see that see I think the reality of this coronavirus is it came from it came from they released it from each different lab on each is they got labs on each continent. Um and they they intentionally released this thing that they were working on in different labs. Um, on each continent, but it was initially released in in United States. I was going to say Seattle, but when you said North Carolina, you're absolutely correct because they actually proved they actually um showed where he did the Dr. Fauci did a, a partnership with UNC Chapel Hill, I think, in 2017. Um, for um, shit, it was uh, it might have been for HIV or something like that. But if you if you if you follow the research and follow the paper trail. Coronavirus, this shit that we're dealing with looks like HIV and uh, SARS. It looks like an HIV and SARS uh, combination that's been manipulated. That's how this shit is, uh, and this is how it, how it functions. This is why it functions like a respiratory disorder, but it's actually a blood disorder. Um, but I think that that's going to come out because I think the recent the gain of function research labs they, they use that fancy term, but really the only thing it is is they they're literally creating pathogens to kill the. It's population control. They they create viruses that can kill the population off and they've been doing this and this is, i said this before this is going to come out of this situation it started with the like all this shit so yeah they say it, it, I, I, it said it started in unc chapel hill and to add to that man you're gonna get me started tonight on this shit to add to that they said i think he started doing research in 2017 2018 or something like that now i'm in the i'm in the triangle area and i've been a nurse in the triangle area this whole time if you know anything about uh, the last couple of years leading up to the pandemic, the flu season was extremely bad. Let me add to that. 
What do we have going on real bad in 2019 that resembles a lot of COVID patients later on? You remember these people were coming in, um, people were coming into the hospital because they were smoking those vape cartridges. Yeah. And they were saying it was shit in these cartridges that was, um, you know, basically shot shooting people's lungs out. And man, that shit was insane. In 2018, 2019, we would have people come in. I remember one patient in, in particular, she was in her 30s and she smoked the uh, marijuana cartridges. And uh, she came in and had to get on the ventilator. And um, her lungs, now she had she only been smoking the thing for like three months. But her lungs are like a lung cancer patient who smoked two packs of cigarettes for 80 years. I don't think you understand how significant that is that I said. That shit literally destroyed her lungs in like three months. But they were saying it was the cartridges. Now, I was smoking those cartridges then too. And I, I was... It, it, it was weird, man. I, I felt like I would. They, they were probably making me sick too, but I don't think it was the cartridges. I think it was when they originally le- released this COVID. That's what it was. Because if you look at the past couple of flu seasons, especially 2019, leading up to COVID, they were terrible, man. It was COVID. It was COVID. This shit's been around in reality for at least three years, probably longer. Mm. Probably longer. That's insanity. Now I think they they could tell by how many flu they, they were doing research on flu patients and different patients that were being admitted to I be mean, able to see. Yeah, I mean there was and you know thinking about like people were saying it had like the effects of COVID in 2019 at certain points. We know about that simulation that Bill Gates put out in 2019. Um, you know, patient zero being in Seattle. That's where Bill Gates is located and shit. I mean, like, shit just, it just ties together to make sense. Oh, those emails pretty much saying, oh, we accidentally created this shit. This, if you look into the emails, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what it alludes to them having that conversation with Fauci. Yeah, over here, not in fucking Wuhan, China, that was a fucking distraction. It was here at the beginning, it was here from the jump. We created this shit. You know, um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to think about. Like, like you said, it could have been just it could have been dormant for the, like three years. And then they just decided we're just going to release it in 2019. I got a video I want to share with you off air about the guy, that, the, the, the guy. who. So y'all need to figure the, uh, this guy named Dr. Uh, Robert Malone. He actually is the guy who created the mRNA technology. Um I think he worked for Moderna, um, one of the companies, but he has actually has actual patent on the mRNA technology. And you know that the guy that created this technology for this vaccine is actually a staunch advocate against it. And um, wow. Yeah. So, it, yeah, man, like this. I'm just, Yeah, man. I mean, it. everything that I've been saying, even before I, even before I came across this Twitter is basically what he's saying, man, we're going to have some wicked shit. We're going to have some wicked times on our hand in, 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 in the next three, in the next five years. Um, but he, he, he speaks out against it because he knows he, he kind of gets the situation that's going on, but it's a video that I found that breaks. I think he breaks, he breaks Fauci down all the way back to 2002, which if you know anything about 2002, they had a SARS outbreak real, real bad in China. Like it was, it was horrible. I think probably more people died because of the population. More people died from the SARS outbreak in China in 2003, 2002 than has died from COVID in the United States during our pandemic. 
Um, and it correlates with the research that he was, uh, that, that Dr. Fauci was doing that he's been doing since back then, really since the eighties. But, um, he speaks on, he breaks down where COVID, the research of, of COVID, this shit goes back to 2000, uh, to 2002, New York Chapel Hill and Chapel Hill has a big deer, has a big, um, big say in this. He has a lot of, he does it. He's been doing a lot of research with UNC Chapel Hill. Which you know we all you know you know what's going on with these big universities. Yeah, Chapel Hill is super liberal. So and this is why that's I, another thing. This is why I told my when I before I left, I told my uh, I did tell my boss and I, t- I tell people this right now because I worked through Duke you know I, I worked through Duke University Health System. I said Duke won't exist in our lifetime, man. Duke will not exist in our lifetime. These hospitals and these big organizations because we started the rapid testing. We started a rapid test in the United States of America. Duke started it. And our CEO is actually, uh, he used to be a board of director with Johnson & Johnson. He, um, he, he's uh, Dr. Washington. He used to be a C, uh, he, he's, he works with Johnson & Johnson. Like, Duke started a lot of this shit. So, like, if you understand that this is worse, this situation on a global scale is worse than the Holocaust, and you understand what's going to come out of this, then you understand that everything that we, like, Everything has changed, but it's gonna keep changing, man. We haven't seen shit yet. Duke, Duke, man, and that shit is not gonna exist because of what they've done to people, specifically through this COVID situation. But like, yeah, reality's gonna shift. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't believe. You know, it's gonna be all gloom and doom. Um, I think there will be some positives to happen out of this. The truth will be exposed. You know, these people like Fauci will be completely exposed as frauds that he the fraud he is. Biden, I don't think he's going to make it an entire four years as president. Um, you know, things are going to change from this shit because there's a lot of fuckery that's went on behind the scenes. And yeah, yeah y'all can, I mean, people can stop with that, you know, I, I get it. I get it. You know, stop Asian hate. Well, yeah, people blaming this shit on China, the Chinese when we the ones that created this shit. So, like, I, I understand it from that aspect. Um, but I will say, too, you know, just continue to do your own research on this stuff and just look into it because, you know, we're not out of this by any stretch of the imagination. I hope. You know, I hope that they they pull the bullshit and say numbers magically go down after Biden has made this shit mandated, you know, within maybe the next month or so. Maybe shit will start to slow down. Who knows? Um, we just got to take it a day at a time, you know. I wanted to add one, one more thing. Um, I actually didn't even add my point about Fauci. Um, you know, he's lied this whole time. I've I seen on the news where he uh he was basically saying the mu variant was uh we shouldn't be worried about it. <laughs> and I said when he I, I, I said so what I want to tell people, y'all you gotta understand, you gotta do the opposite. Do the opposite of what he's saying. I said that the mu variant is what's that, that's gonna be the more it's gonna be the most deadliest variant that we've experienced so far. It's gonna be more deadly than the, uh, than what we experienced last year and what we experienced earlier this year and the delta and the lambda. Then I think it's going to be, and it's going to come because of the vaccine. Um, that's that's what I'm envisioning. I think the the mu variant is is going to be the worst one. Um, 
Also, what, what, it was one last thing. It was about Dr. Malone. Um, what did he say? If it comes back, I'll, if it comes back to me, I'll, I'll, I'll interject. But if, if not, then yeah, I think that Muvera is good, is going to be the worst one because of the vaccine, because of the vaccination rate. Yeah. Um, tell us not to worry about it when it's been already. They say it's already been present in forty nine states and is likely to be vaccine resistant. So, yeah, but sure, we shouldn't worry about it. Okay. Um, I was going to pull up, I was going to switch topics over to the conscious community or lack thereof yeah. um, and talk about, you know, none other than young Pharaoh. And we can also burn, uh, we can also put brother polite in there cause we know he's a fraud as well. Um, you know, it, it's interesting to me. It's interesting to me, man, to see how these dudes, these dudes claim to be so enlightened, you know, about what's going on in the world, you know, and claim to want to help their people. But the first thing they do when they get money is they start to degrade. They start to talk down on their people, start to dress different, start to look different. You see right here, young Pharaoh. He's got a damn tattoo of the fucking eye of Ra, like on his eye, like his left eye. Like I'm about to play this clip and just, just see. I want you to see if this is the same young Pharaoh that you know was the dude from a couple years ago. And mind you, there's been cases against him now. He been exposed. One of his baby mamas was saying that he just he beat her before she uh, went live on her live um, on like IG. And how, you know, he's acting all different and shit. And this video, he looked like he on drugs. Like, he just don't look, he don't look the same. Like, this dude, I remember you were in the, because you, you had, I think you were the one that first showed me this dude. And then you were telling me after a while, you like, man, I think he's an agent. Like, I mean, just look at how he talks in this video. Like, it's crazy to me that people listen to this nigga like land on me he look like, I mean he just looked like a fucking goofy to me anyway especially after getting that tattoo but here we go my command let's see hell nah I wonder if we could and not if, if how if thoughts are thoughts are actual actually tangible substances or physical things on the material plane I wonder how do we send our thoughts to trees and animals around us. I believe we can do that. I believe we can communicate with nature through our mind. I believe that. I believe that. We got to learn it, though. I got a book on it, though. I got. Is that a good wink? Let me see. I got. Let me try that again. I got a book on it, though. But y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. Y'all feel me? I might not be a good wink, but y'all feel where I'm going with this, though. Huh? Y'all know I'm good. Y'all know I'm very well read, very well researched, very well handsome. You feel me? You feel me? Y'all know how we rockin'. Y'all know how we rockin'. Look at that. Look at that hate from black women. See that black woman hate? See that nasty? Why women gotta be sluts because they know what they want? You block. You out of here, hater. And she calling. She calling them out and sluts. She was in my. She was in my mixtape party in Atlanta. My mansion joint that I threw at Mister. Uh, huh? At Mr. Men's crib, she was all up in my face. How she out here calling people sluts? Thank you very much, good brother. How she out here calling people? Oh shit! How she out here calling people sluts? She was all up in my motherfucking mixtape party. 
You was all up in my mixtape party, all up in my DMs like everybody else. Cut it out. Now, you know, that's supposed to be Young Pharaoh. This dude, you know, supposed to be a chosen one and shit and all this other yaddy, you know, yaddy yaddy shit that he can't, he said over the years. Now you look at this dude, you know, he's got some money. He's got a, he's got that tattoo on his eye now. Like he's him and shit. And what, what's he doing? You know, just flexing, you know, on IG, degrading black women and, uh, you know, bragging about women being in his DMs. And he later goes into that video talking about, you know, you know, sleeping with his, his baby mama still and, you know, getting down with her and shit. I'm like, who the, ain't this nigga supposed to be a leader in the conscious community? Like, what happened to this nigga? He clearly looks like he owns something, you know? But these niggas are supposed to be the ones that know everything and everyday people, specifically melanated people, look up to these people, man. I, I just don't understand it, bro. I don't understand. I don't think there is a conscious community. I think a lot of these niggas are frauds, to be honestly. Like, I seen a video with Dwayne McLean TV. You know, I, I watch his stuff. He's a North Carolina YouTuber. You know, he be speaking a lot of sh real shit. He gets a lot of jokes off and stuff, but he talks some real shit. He was like, he's like, man, fuck all these niggas. I feel like they know just as much as me or I, I know more than them. Like, why the fuck do these niggas get, get put up on these platforms? Because these niggas sell out. Brother Polite with all these celebs and shit. I don't give a fuck how many books this nigga wrote. You know, you got up on Vlad. You was talking about somehow you did jail time or some shit and for like almost like killing somebody or some shit. You change your life, you write these books, but you're a fucking scam artist, you know, out here, got evidence, DNA, your DNA on an uh, underage uh, girl's body, and this nigga's supposed to be a fucking leader. Fuck that nigga, bro. Fuck all these niggas in the conscious community. Tariq Nasheed's a fucking race hustler. He's a fucking bitch. That's all for real. Um... Fucking Dr. Umar, he says some good shit, but that nigga's a fucking fraud. He's a scam artist too. Young Pharaoh's a, a a fucking he looks like a dope boy, a dope head at this point. He looks like he's out of his fucking mind. You know, like all these niggas are frauds, bro. Like, I don't I mean I just don't get it. Like what is this conscious community shit now? I just want to get your take on this. I, I think we've had a problem of looking for somebody else to uh, save us instead of taking it into our own hands. And, you know, you do your own research, you, you uh, come up with your own conclusions, and you have faith in yourself, and you, you start to be able to look through all the bullshit. You know, you start to be able to look through people's facade. Um, so all those people you named, you know, we've already had discussions on every single one of those people you named. And I'll go on to say, like, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people that's been in power is the reason why they've been in power. You have to really read their message, listen to their message. A lot of shit that we've been taught is incorrect. Um, you know, it's, I don't even think it's as complex as we as we try to make it out to be, even with race and everything else. My 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 take on race has changed even just just big over the last even the last year. Like my thoughts on a lot of stuff has changed over the last year or so. So. I mean, I, I don't see. I don't. I don't. I, I'm not looking. I'm looking for the answers for myself. And you know, I'm going to respect other people, and I'm going to search and uh, look for information. But at the same time, 
I, I'm not going to worship anybody else for what they have, for what they say or what they do. A lot of people just worship these people and um, they fall right into the, uh, to the, to the trap, you know, especially if it's like CIA Cointel Pro at hand, you, they fall right into the trap by worshiping these people. Yeah. I just think it's just a shame, man. It's like in this time where, you know, what age of Aquarius, um, where we're supposed to be getting, you know, becoming enlightened and stuff. It's so many people that are just as smart, if not smarter than these niggas, going to these niggas like they got all the answers. When these niggas are just regular motherfuckers who just turn a fucking camera on and press record, they're no different than you or me or the next man. I don't worship nobody. All these motherfuckers can go kill themselves for all I care. I don't give a fuck, honestly. Like... You're not helping nobody at the end of the day because all it is is you're in for it. You know what you're in for it. And the tr um, truly, you just want the money and you're just going to run and dip. Brother Polite, he think he that nigga now. He was on IG Live with Daylight and you could tell Daylight wasn't really rocking with him like that, but he was still... He, I think he respects his message for the most part, but Brother Polite was flexing his car and shit, his cars, his chains he had on and shit. Supposed to be all conscious and shit. Like, I, this nigga's a fucking clown, bro. Like, I just don't, I, I don't get it, bro. Like, I don't, I don't get how people worship these these niggas. These niggas losers in my mind. Like, it, I remember something you had said a while back. He's like, man, these niggas wish they was us, bro. Like, they wish they could talk like how we talk and shit. Like, I believe that too, too. Like for real, bro. Like. Like, brother polite, like, this nigga, you wrote all these books, you was, nigga, so, you been sold out, nigga. You, your soul ain't, your soul does not exist, bro. You know that. You know that. Young Pharaoh, your soul does not exist. Tariq Nasheed, your soul does not exist. Umar, you, you seem like your mind is in the right place, but you a fucking con artist. We know that. Off rip. You know, like, a lot of these niggas, I just don't get it. You know, that's why you see, like, somebody like Dolo, the pilot, man. It's like he don't even really associate with none of these niggas. Like he just do his own thing. Cause he he understands this shit is a fucking circus, bro. Like, I mean, like I I wouldn't want to be a part of this shit. I'm not no part of no uh, conscious community, none of that shit. All these niggas is frauds in my eyes, you know. Um, and yeah, that's the that's the worst thing about it. It's just people worshiping these niggas, like. You know, I see shit all the time about different celebs and stuff, but I'm just like. The older I get, the more, the less I give a fuck about any of this shit. <laughs> you know, truly, it's just like, okay, I look at shit as entertainment, but it's like, bro, who gives a fuck, bro? Like, these people, just because they got this status does not make them more or less of a human than you in life. Shit can be taken away just like that. They got masters. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I look at it, man. Like, it, it's... You know, people are, you know, our people just need to do better. Really take this, you know, learn this shit for themselves. You don't even necessarily got to read a fucking book. I don't give a fuck how many books these niggas read. That shit's already in your DNA. It activates. Bro, like, come on, man. Like, like just let a nigga read a book. That don't mean he's smart. The fuck? I've read plenty of shit. Back in high school, I didn't remember nothing I read right after reading that shit. Like, just like, I mean, seriously. You know what I mean? So, just got to stop worshiping uh, these type of people, man, and just do for ourselves.
I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, I think a lot of we gotta have faith in ourselves, and I think that's a, that's a, one of the biggest hurdles that people, including myself, you know, have to overcome. You gotta have faith in yourself. You got to. And once you have faith in yourself, a lot of other stuff will fall. You know, fall on the line. You know, start. You stop looking for other people for uh, your your own uh, an, to answer your own questions. So, yeah, it's a. Uh, and uh, I wanted to say this too. I, I, it, all they ain't nothing but boule. That's all that is. They all boule. That is the boule right there. Like Pharaoh and all them. That, that's some type of fraternity or something that they're all. They're all a part of the same shit. Polite. Yeah. It's just they're part of the same shit. Um, Tariq Nasheed. They all in the same fraternity or something. They know what's going on. Yeah. I definitely, definitely agree with that. I mean, and even even when you see people speak out, like I just saw recently, uh, you know, Boosie, Lil Boosie, he's been speaking out a lot against Lil Nas X and just the homosexuality stuff that's been going on and, you know, just the, in hip hop community, not just that, but just in like programming in terms of TV programs and stuff. And people look at, you know, been talking down on him, you know, being saying, you know, homophobe, he's a homophobe, all this, because he's coming at Lil Nas X. But he says, look, man, I don't want my kids to turn on the TV and just see, you know, these type of this shit, like sexual acts and shit between same sex. You want to live that way? You do that. You know, I got, you know, gay people in my family and stuff like that. But I have a right to an opinion, just like you. You're not going to shun me for what the fuck I'm going to say. You want to say what you say, I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say at the end of the day. The fuck you going to do? You think canceling, you think you can cancel a nigga in real life? You can't do a goddamn thing. That's why you're on the internet. You live, you only exist online. When you turn that shit off, you're nothing. That's what I look at these motherfuckers as. Like You're just an echo chamber online. You feel like you build yourself up to this certain point. But in reality, you haven't done a damn thing. In real life, reality, that's that's where I'm at. I'm in reality with this shit. Y'all get online talking about something, I canceled this person left and right. Real life, you ain't doing nothing with your life. Like, I, I, it's, it's a shame, man. Like, people say, I'm gonna continue to say this shit. I'm gonna continue to speak up about this shit because I feel like it's, it's clearly an agenda. But when you say something, Oh, he's a you know homophobic artist. No, I just think it's clear as day what's going on, and I have an opinion. You know, when it comes to the when it comes to the day when you can't have an opinion, that's when you know this society as a whole is fucked. So yep. yeah, I just I just wanted to um I just wanted to throw that in there as well. Um. I guess like the last one, the last things I wanted to talk about was this video. I don't know if you've seen this, but um, I'm gonna pull this up. This dude went viral on Twitter. Uh, well, on social media, he was he was on TikTok. All right, his name is Heartbreak Nino Six One Seven. That's his name on TikTok. And he went viral 
because of this clip right here that I'm about to play. I just want to get your uh, your thoughts on this. Uh, that even beautiful women, bad bitches, are single. Can you hear that? It's simple. Feminism. Why is it that even beautiful women, bad bitches, are single today? It's simple. Feminism. Feminism taught you women that you a queen. You God's gift to this earth. You the prize. No the fuck you ain't. No you ain't. You ain't a queen. You ain't never gonna be my queen because you ain't my mother. You don't love me unconditionally. You love me under conditions. And the problem is that I'm a man. I'm a leader. I'm the toxic asshole guy. The tool, right? Because when we go out, right, you expect me to take care of you, right? When we go out, I pay for it. You good. We go to the store. Hey, hey, get some shoes. You good. I got you. But when I tell you to do something, do it. That's the problem. Don't expect me to chase you and beg you and get on my knees, bro. I'm not submissive. I'm dominant. And then what happens is, I don't want to be with that. He's, he's toxic. He's bad. Your friends tell you he's a bad guy, right? Then you go be with the nice guy and you end up cheating on him or leaving him because he's weak. He don't make you feel nothing. He don't, he don't blow the back. That's the problem. You're the problem. You're delusional. All right. So that's Heartbreak Nino 617. I was... <laughs> I mainly, I've been laughing at the, rep the responses to this because in a sense, there's certain things that he says that I agree with, but I think the way he delivered it, it came off as like some incel type shit. Um, and it was kind of funny to me how he's got to, you know, stress the point that he's dominant. And when I tell you to do something, do it. You know, shit like that is why he's been getting clowned nonstop for the past couple year, uh, past couple weeks. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get your take on what he was saying in that. Uh, like you said, it's more so the, the delivery. It's not that I disagree, um, but it's the delivery. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's like this isn't a this isn't a battle. I think I, I think that's the problem. I, that's the problem I have a lot of times. They've been clowning his pictures and shit, his poses and shit like that, just going crazy. Um, but yeah, you can you can keep going with your point. Yeah, basically, um, his his delivery's off. But I mean, I'm not gonna say I I fully agree. I'm not gonna say I disagree. Um, we know feminism has created a problem, right? Um, but I I, I want to just I mean, because I have my opinions and I I, I can come off as passionate. I always want to reiterate that, like, you know, the whole situ the whole thing, the whole problem I have with this situation is like. We got to stop making it to where it's like a battle. Or it's like a war, you know, amongst each other. I, you know, like that, 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 that's what's toxic. That, that's what makes this, makes this uh, whole feminism thing toxic. Cause the whole goal is to be able to, um, you know, understand, understand each other. I think like that's, that should be, that should be, each, that should be our goal, even though we all been through pain and shit. But, um, you know, that dating coach shit is weird, man. That's just some shit. I, I just even if even if I got all the pussy in the world, man. Like I just don't know how I could even monetize. Why would I monetize that? Like you just got you know, just you gotta be like AMS and just get drunk before every stream. <laughs> the guys be all like bloodshot every every video. Well, right. you know, 
You know I be tilted. You know I be tilted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, AMS be he be lit, bro. I'm like, I know he he be slurring and shit. I watched a video the other day. I was like, man, me and my me and my pops watched a video the other day. He was like, who is that? I was like, man, this this is basically this dating life coach. This dude is this dude is funny as hell, but. Let me ask you again about Kevin Samuels because I be I've, I've talked to people about him. There's some people that like what he says. There's some people that like that nigga gay and all this other shit. Like, I, I what do you think about Kevin Samuels and his whole approach to just I, dating and shit? Like, I respect it, and I think we need people like we need oh we need old heads like uh, Kevin Samuels in the space. Like, we need we need different layers and different tiers. Well, I'm not even gonna say we because I don't view myself as a part of any community. I don't even want to say we, um, because even though I like, even though I will look at those different types of videos. At this point, it's few and far between because I'm on my purpose, as uh, <laughs> AMS would say. It's few, it's few and far between. Um, I don't take it as religion because even th- even them, even they could be wrong. Um, but specifically with Kevin Sam's, I, I respect his approach. Um, as you know, I'm I'm more about the reality. Like I like the harsh reality. I don't like the sugarcoat. Like I don't like the tap dance and sugarcoat shit because I don't think it gets anything done. Period. So I definitely respect his uh his delivery. I think a, a lot of the problems that we have in the world is that um people don't have the heart to take harsh criticism. Um, I don't even really think it's necessarily people's delivery that's off. It's just that you know we're not we're not built to take criticism and take the truth. Uh, the, the, we we should be accepting of the truth, and I, I like I like the fact that he's telling them the truth. Um, only thing I don't necessarily agree with is I don't think that the concept of marriage. I mean, the the way he preaches it, if if if, if the reality was, uh, you know, we follow this, we follow this plan. I think it would work perfectly. Yeah, I think if we if we went back to marrying and stuff within our own race, um, and building within our own communities. That, yeah, for sure, that will work. But I don't think I think the concept of marriage overall is a dead concept. I don't think anybody like I think it's it's a dead concept. We need to scrap that shit. Um, I think it's a whole. I think it's a dead concept. I don't. I, I think the reality. I think our society's changed so much to where, you know, it's the reason why our marriage rate is what it is. Like, cause it's you got to change the concept of how we view love. Yeah, we that's, view that's why you're seeing more polyamorous and eth- ethically non- non-monogamous relationships. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I, I think you're going to start to see, you know, more monogamy. Uh, I mean, um, not monogamy, polygamy and stuff. Um, you know, legal polygamy, I guess, because yeah. the economy economy's going to get so tough, man. Like, you're gonna definitely have um, group relationships and shit. Yeah, you're gonna start seeing that a lot more common, mostly because of the economy and shit. You're gonna start seeing definitely uh, group relationships, like polygamy. Uh, uh, you know, even if it's if it's two couples coming together, you're gonna see two couples coming together. Uh, whereas it might be a man, and two two married couples. Like you're gonna start seeing that more, and that's it's gonna all be directed with, uh, re- correlated with the economy. I think. Well, or yeah um yeah again like his his delivery in that video was just funny to me and just the responses to the video and they were clowning his height and he was posing in front of like kids toys and shit and i was just laughing at that 
But uh, now nah, I think he, he made some good points in the video. Some good points, not all of it. I think some of it comes off as like some incel shit. Like he's hurt. They was exposing him and his dating past and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I respect the approach of uh, Kevin Samuels and you know on the other side of that, like AMS, his approach to things. I think both of those are needed. I don't think necessarily marriage is the goal in my opinion anymore. We're not in like the 1940s or some shit where you gotta be with one person for life or some shit, or you get caught adultery with adultery, you know, you get locked up or something like that. Like, nah, I don't I don't see that being the case moving forward. I feel like less people care about those things. Just wanna be happy is the main goal. Like, I couldn't imagine being like 16, get, dude, did you know North Carolina just raised the marriage uh, age from 14 to 16. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know you could. Yeah, North Carolina, you could. You used to could get married at 14. They just raised it to 16 like a month ago. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do I look like getting married at 14, bro? Like, or 16 years old, and I'm supposed to be with one woman in my entire life? Are you out of your fucking mind, bro? Like, what? Even if I'm in love with this girl, bro. No, bro. We're not. I don't think we're meant to be with one person. The meek shall inherit the earth, right? Like, I mean, I don't. You know, what I mean, I don't. I don't think we're meant to be with one person. Even if you love that person with everything. I mean, I see one fat ass down the street. It's. I mean, I can't help it, man. What the fuck you want me to do? Not look? Like I can. You know, I can play it off and shit, but I'm a man at the end of the day, you know? And sometimes you, you just want something new. Let's be real. Women be do real. too. Women, Women do too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we I think we I think we've 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 looked at the concept of love and relationships wrong. Especially when it comes to monog with the monogamy with us thinking that just because we date somebody, we own them. Specifically, like their bodies and stuff. I just think that, you know, we 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 um we we've been thinking the wrong thing in society, and it's led to a lot of toxicity. Um, and I'm not saying that you know we should just be out here hitting anything. Uh, so you know, I don't. I, in my opinion, I don't think you know. Some people would say the alpha male is the one who spreads his seed. I think it's a fine balance and all everything. I think you know that that mindset has led to the chaos that we have in our society now. You know what I mean? Like you know, you had, you had a bunch of beta males who who caught, who thought they were alpha just because they had a bunch of bro broken women allowed to, allowed them to uh, you, you know to have babies and shit. You at least a, a society of a bunch of broken people, especially broken, the black. Yeah, broken homes and just single mothers raising the kids. Yeah, and stuff. look at look at our community. Look at the black community. Like yeah, you 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 just an alpha male because you you know you got four or five kids. No, nah, that's that's not what makes you an alpha male, dude. A future is not an alpha male in my opinion. Like I was just thinking about that yesterday. I like that nigga. Future is like a, the ultimate simp, bro. Like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they call this nigga the toxic king, but this nigga simp about a bitch every song, bro. Always buying her bags and shit. Like all these rappers, all these rappers is simps, bro. Like what? Like come on, man. Like. You tricking money, you a simp, bro. I don't give a fuck, bro. I get it. You want to buy a chick a movie ticket or some cheap shit like that? Yeah, but buying a bitch like a $20,000 Birkin bag? Get the fuck out of here, bro. 
Like giving her a hundred thousand dollars for to go on a date, like what James Harden, like that's insane. I don't get I get it. Yeah, James Harden, you up like probably what hundred mil or some shit. But bro, come on, man. You could I mean, really? Sweetie's bad. According to Kevin Samuel, she's an adjustable six. But like, is she really that bad, my nigga? Like, come on, bro. Like to spend a hundred thousand just to go on a date with her, like Ah man. Nah, dude. I I just don't. And then all y'all niggas want to smash the same chick. I get it. Y'all want that look, but come on, man. I, I I was talking. I was thinking about this the other day too, and I was talking about this. So what's what's so alpha? What what is what is so alpha about having seven having seven or six or seven? How many you ever future got having that many kids and not and not saying not having the uh, ability to say you even help raise one of them, and not only that. Not only that, you have a couple of those kids that is actually being raised by other people who I would consider more of an alpha male than yourself. How in is the, that, in how the is future, that you have other niggas playing football with your son or something like that. To yeah, work. yeah, man. Like, how, Bro, you know that you know that nigga. <laughs> I gotta put that. I gotta put that picture up, man. Hold up. Yeah, uh, you can keep going. I, like what's more alpha you know the, the the drug addict that don't know how to you know learn dick discipline or the one who I mean yeah he might be taking care of somebody else's kids but this motherfucker is at the top of his craft he's healthy he's down he's he's actually taking care of the kids and he's doing what he's got to do what's more alpha I mean it's not and it's not even about being alpha or not you know at this point it's not even about any of that in my opinion but just for the sake of a uh, conversation yeah, it's yeah, man. Cause like, even I, I feel like there probably was some beef at some point with him, um, and specifically, you know, talking about like a Russell Wilson, and people look at Russell, ah, oh, he's a beta, you know, beta male provider, all that other shit. But honestly, bro, he stepped up to the plate and he stepped into that that child's life, and now he's had a couple more children with her, and he's he built that family, that foundation. You know, future is a future had a quote saying, you know, my kids gotta understand I'm a superstar or some shit. Like, who gives a fuck, nigga, about you being rich and you know, okay, yeah, your music is you know, it's hard and whatever. You're a legend, but I don't I would rather want to be in my kids like before anything else, bro. Like, who gives a fuck, bro? Like at the end of all that shit's superficial, bro. Like <laughs> you know, it, it's just crazy to me, man. It's just crazy to me. You know that shit eats him up inside. Seeing that the pictures of that, you know, his son with Russell being raised by him and shit, like it, it just doesn't. I mean, what, what what else do you have to live for as a man than taking care of your son? Is how I look at it. Like, oh, you have- live you live from wearing Balenciagas and you know doing dumb shit like that, drinking lean and shit like. Okay, like that's some dumbass shit, bro. Like, what the fuck is your purpose, bro? Ain't you as a man you supposed to provide for your family and shit? You got all these kids, but they ain't got no father in the home, bro. You raising all these broken fam, all you got all these broken families, bro. Like, you supposed to be a the man, the alpha male. Like, yeah, that's some loser ass shit, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The narrative switching on this whole to- on this whole topic too. I mean, cause that's loser shit, man. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I just don't, you know, I feel like over time, people are going to get tired of seeing that. They already are. You see, you got niggas like this. Look at nigga prayed up, bro, on the ground praying. 
You know what I mean? Like they were saying after they were saying allegedly after uh Russell Wilson got got caught cheating. <laughs> <laughs> he's praying he's praying like but nah yeah. man like nah but I mean for everything I've seen man Russell Wilson seems like a, a legit dude man good dude man you know what I mean like a simulation this is simulation man yeah like I just you know I don't I just don't get it man like I, you know I see, we talked about the Nick Cannon situation and how he's having all these kids and stuff like that but it's like if he can afford to do, you know, have those kids and he can actually be in his lives, their lives, then more power to him. But it's a, it's a difference between him and the future because future is like everything he stands for is to not be that, is to be a, you know, the toxic king and shit. And yep. it's, it's detrimental to our community, you know, and I feel like we're going back to the golden age, like you said, hopefully going to back to the golden age of music. Where we have more people that want to build something, bring more positive lyrics and messages to the masses, you know. So it it feels like a Vietnam counterculture, like from from what I you know researching from what I heard and stuff. Feels like we're going into that type of era again, like a counterculture Vietnam era, you know, uh, fighting the go- government versus the people and shit. It feels like that, and I hope the music uh, follows suit as well. Because the music is just so it's so powerful, man. It is like how it grasps it takes over people's lives and stuff. And um, even with before to Pimple Butterfly came out, I think I saw an interview with Kendrick and he was just saying how fans was telling them fans was walking up to him telling him that you know he's the reason they didn't kill themselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that and how that had an effect on him moving forward with his music and stuff and um you know then you know he comes out with Tepemba Butterfly which I think is going to stand the test of time as a you know as a body of work and um yeah I mean we just need more people like we need more people like him you know yeah we can have a balance of the fun stuff but not to the point where we're destroying ourselves by listening to this this music I remember you were saying how your your uncles and Pops and was listening to Pac back in the day, and they wanted to kill niggas. Like they have to listen to the songs and stuff like that. We shouldn't. We shouldn't want to have these thoughts come into our minds and shit. You know, after listening to music. You know, and they was killing niggas. (laughs) 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 That shit wicked, man. Like, yeah. Um, and I uh, shit. There was one other thing. I just saw that that meme. I think you had mentioned on Facebook something about the women talking about some yeah you know they want a man and shit or but why all these bitches like got kids or something what was it yeah. something it's um I should like yesterday something like yeah uh women do a lot of complaining about it not being no good man out here yeah y'all oh no hold on I'll bring it up I'll bring it up it was like the other right the other day Cause I'm not logged in on my on my computer. I don't think I've ever logged in on a computer. It said, "Boy, for a generation that can't find no good man, y'all sure is pregnant a lot." Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it, it, it's crazy, bro, to think about. Like that's how we are now as a society. You know, women always bashing men. Uh, specifically black men get bashed the most out of any 
you know. Um, but then when a dude like a Russell Wilson, a Russell Wilson type of dude wants to come into your life, oh, he he's corny. He's not he's not fly. You know, he's not this. He's not that. So then you go to the dude that you know doesn't give a fuck. Like a future, you have a couple kids with him, and then he's on to the next. And then there you are, by yourself, having to raise those kids, you know. And you just can you start bat- to bash all black men. But whose fault is that? You just continue in the cycle. You know, you had a good dude right there, but you ignored him because he wasn't fly. He was corny, too nice, all this other extra shit. Like, okay. You thought you thought Future was the alpha when he turns out he's the beta and Russell Wilson's actually the alpha. You know, um, so the tables turn. But I want one last thing I wanted to show you. These are supposed to be. Uh, hold up. Zoom it in a little bit. All right, the title of uh, Kendrick's new songs that he just registered on ASCAP slash BMI, which is like for publishing. Look at the title. It's good. It's perfect right there. Uh, I'm reading Fighter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think his next album could, it might be as impactful as a Tefemba Butterfly or even be more. So we, you know, as of yet. He's, he hasn't put out any new songs. He's he's done some features, but he hasn't put out a new song since 2017, I think. So, yeah. So, we'll see. But just off those those song titles, what do you think? He got some, he, he got some, you know, some, some jewels in him. Yeah. I wanna know it. I wanna I, I I'm gonna be honest. I think that I bet you I bet you that Erica Kane might ride. That might be something. I, I wanna see the production on how he went about Erica Kane. Yeah. I was thinking that I was thinking of the pale horse apocalypse. Like that's yeah, awesome. yeah. before the hangman's noose driving down the darkness, end of the line. Like I, you know, I feel like this might be some militant type shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking of like Machiavelli type shit. That, that's what I'm thinking about. When it when it comes to the message, I, I'm gonna see with the pale horse apocalypse. But when it comes to like when I when it comes to the art, the reason why I brought up Erica Kane because I was you know wondering if he would do something with Aaliyah like he did with um Tupac. Like I know like you know what I mean. Like I, I want to see how that song sound like if if he if he's got a voice in it or something like that. Like if, yeah. she's, if, if she's on a chorus or something. I want to see. I would, that's why I'm like I'm like okay, All right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, man, because, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of artists that dropped this year already. Like, this year has honestly, this second half of the year has kind of been stacked with music. And they're saying that Kendrick might drop before the end of the year. They're saying Jay-Z might drop before the end of the year. I don't know if you saw there was people been having that debate whether you would go. <laughs> you see that? that shit that came back up. I can't believe it, man. And I brought that, that, that whole debate back again. Yeah, I've seen that shit. And, uh, even, uh, I think, I don't know if it was actually Jay-Z that tweeted it, but title tweeted, take the 500000 Like, why the fuck would I want to go sit with Jay-Z instead of taking this money, bro? Like, 
Okay, niggas a billionaire. He he gonna give me that much knowledge so I can become a million a billionaire. I don't even know this nigga. Like what the fuck? Like he might not even want to talk or nothing like that, bro. Like yeah, I'm gonna go sit. These these fucking so woke at these niggas that think they woke on Twitter. Oh, I'm going to sit with Jay. I'm about to build generational wealth and shit. Nigga, shut your dumb ass up. I'm taking that money, bro. What the fuck? I don't want to talk to Jay, nigga. You you should have been doing the research on what to invest. And when that motherfucker, when you get when you get the decision, you taking the money, you putting that, you investing that shit or something. Right. What right. the hell? I'm yeah, like I go play four four four. That's what a lot of people are saying. I go play four 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 to listen to what the fuck this nigga got to say. Right, because you know a lot of times you they say he ain't my idol, but a lot of times you know they say don't meet your idols and shit because they're going to disappoint you in real life. Like, I mean. Yeah, he can rhyme nice and shit. He's made investments and shit like that. But it's like, you really think he's just going to tell you? Like, come on, bro. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, you got to, you got to, these niggas on Twitter, bro, I swear to, I swear, these, uh, they be clowning the niggas with, you know, the LLCs and shit like that. Because they, I mean, it just, they, cause they, like, these niggas come off so obnoxious and shit. Like, yeah. they got everything, they got everything figured out and shit. Like, nah, we not doing that. We getting into real estate. We buying yada yada yada. We not renting and I'm like, I'm like, bro, where y'all get all this money from, bro? Did y'all niggas be talking about y'all got like renting, right. and sh- not renting. We we buying, we, we buying real estate. We building generational wealth. And, but you, all you do, you look on this town. This nigga tweet like every couple minutes. Like what the fuck? You building yeah. all this wealth on Twitter, nigga? Right. You giving you giving all these thoughts out, your ideas out on uh, this white man's platform. Think about that. So, hey, but you're right though. LLC Twitter, man, they come off fucking crazy, man. I'm like, I'm, I, I, bro. The fuck, <laughs> they do, man. bro. They, they do, bro. I'm like, dude, they turn it into a joke. Everything's a joke, bro. Everything's a joke. That's why, I like, even with like the clubhouse shit, like, like at the beginning, it was supposed to be for, I think, more so for catered to black people. Or something like that, and you're supposed to have real conversations about networking, but it turned into some Facebook type shit. People get up there and gossip and all this other bullshit, and now it's pointless. So, so I'm like, bro, like we really need a, a space for ourselves to talk, but not on some stupid shit. Now I'm just no goofy type shit, you know. On some really trying to build something, man, like. Like how you were saying, we need outposts and stuff like that. We can talk about that. We need an app where we can talk about this type of shit instead of just, you know, getting to the bullshit. Of, oh, did you see what this so and so wore to the award show? And did you see Travis Scott got his his girl pregnant again? Like, yeah. Did you hear the, the baby call somebody a faggot on 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 stage? Yeah, like, bro, I don't give a fuck, bro. I don't care, bro. Like. Is it making you any money? No, then shut the fuck up. Like, why the fuck do you care? This nigga don't, these niggas don't care about you, so why do you care? I wanted to add, too, you know, one thing that they did get done with Clubhouse is they got a, they got a bunch of white people rich. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It, it used to be invitation only. Now, they took, they took that shit away. You know, um, yeah, man, it's just... Hey, but when they made an invitation only, though, that's when I realized, I was like, that ain't nothing I want to be a part of. That's not the way to go about it. Like, that, you know, you can have an invitation system, but, like, the way that they went about it, no. 
Because I'm like, I know, I mean, I got a good plan going here. And I, I mean, it's going to be hard to find some new information from Bro, a fucking yeah. app, from all these pretentious motherfuckers. You think most of these niggas know about crypto like that, bro? Like, I guarantee majority of them don't. They're so focused on just real estate and shit. And, and we get, yeah, stocks, real estate, stocks, real estate. Nigga, crypto is where it's at, bro. Most niggas don't even realize that there's ATMs already in your everyday where you your neighborhood probably got an ATM, a crypto ATM. You probably don't even realize. Like, this shit is already here, bro. And y'all gonna be too fucking late, bro. Like when this shit really goes insane, like you're gonna be too late. Like I don't know, bro. I just be feeling like I be feeling like Da Vinci in 2013. I be trying to tell dudes, like I be telling my barber and shit. I like last time I was got a, a haircut, I paid with my uh, Coinbase card. He like, oh, you in the future? Like, yeah, you, going, you leaving us behind when you own and shit. I'm like, bro, I've been telling you for like the past couple months to get on this shit for real, bro. Like. This shit's gonna take off, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I'm preaching to the choir, bro. I'm so, like, yeah, I'm trying to tell y'all, like, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. You gotta get on it now, bro. It's still early. There's not a lot of people like you and me that understand it, that people like us, they're not understanding this shit. They're not even trying to understand it. They just look at it as some scheme, like, oh, this is some Forex. Fuck Forex, nigga. This ain't Forex, nigga. Like, what? Uh, this is nothing like forex, bro. Like you high, you high as hell if you doing if you if you man that forex shit, man. I man, you high as hell. You high. Why would like you you sitting up here trading fiat? You trading fiat for fiat? Like you can make money. You can make money. Don't get it twisted. You can make money on that shit. But man, that shit is that shit is weird. The forex shit. Yeah, yeah, my. <laughs> <laughs> my, sister, my sister was telling me she used to hang with the Nigerians and shit. And that's all the niggas did was for it. <laughs> niggas was scammers. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, nah, man. I'm like, yeah, you can, uh, that, hell yeah, you can get scammed in crypto. It's super easy. Yeah. But it's not like 4X, bro. Like, I mean, hey, but you can only do so much. You can only advocate it to so many people, man. And We've seen the results of this shit. I've seen, I've seen, like, I've seen money jump just like that in a matter of hours and shit. Like, you know, go from, could go from a hundred to thousands of dollars just like that. You know what I mean? And I've seen that shit happen super fast. I've seen it drop fast as well. You know, um, but yeah, I'm just going to continue to advocate the people about, you know, looking into it and you know, only putting in what you can afford to lose and, you know, doing research, you know, and um, that's it, man. Because, I mean, I see what's coming, bro. Like, it's so it's so obvious, but most people just don't care. They're so wrapped up in some this superficial bullshit. This, oh, look what uh, look what so-and-so is going to wear to the VMAs and shit. And like, fuck on an award show. Nigga, what, the, like, what is the point of an award show, bro? Like. That's why I don't get like who gives a fuck about war, awards, trophies, all this shit, bro. Like it's just pointless, bro. Like I don't. Okay, I don't give a fuck about you acknowledging me like that, bro. Like yeah, I want people to hear my shit, but I don't want you to kiss my ass either. Like I don't care right. that much, you know. I just would rather let my work speak for itself. You want results, outcomes. Yeah, yeah. So you know, will people learn? Will our people learn before it's too late? Who knows, man? We'll find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. 
Nah, but um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. All I can do is just continue to preach, preach the gospel. That's how I look at it. But uh, on that note, I mean, you know, right two two hours seventeen minute mark. We talked about a lot of stuff this episode. You know, it's coming off of a couple weeks break, but um. Yeah, you know, just stay tuned to what's next with us. You know, there's going to be more, obviously, more news that's going to come. And we'll discuss it along the way and uh, just continue to bring to people the content we think is important, you know, for you to know about. And uh, if you want to reach us on social media, you can reach us on Instagram at Divine Council Podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at uh, Podcast Divine. Follow us on SoundCloud at Divine Council Podcast. If you're listening on a streaming service like Apple Music or Spotify, you know, make sure to give us a review because that helps with visibility. And would like I said before, we're just going to continue to bring the content that we think people need to know. And hopefully, you'll learn something out of this, and you can pass it on to your people. And you know, word of mouth is the best form of uh, promotion or marketing. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to say in closing? I just want everybody to stay vigilant. You know, we're going to we're gonna go through some tough times. I think it's going to get a little, it's going to keep getting a little tougher and the pressure is going to get a little tighter. So just stay vigilant. And, um, you know, uh, love, stay in contact with your family. Love your family. You know what I mean? Like uh, figure out what's important, which, uh, you know, in your life at this time too, because you know it's been a it's been tough, but I think it's gonna get a little tougher. So, you know, I, ho- I hope I'm wrong, but yeah, just stay vigilant, stay strong, stay strong throughout this whole whole situation. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, stay on your p's and q's, stay tuned in to what's going on in the media uh, in terms of the news, and um, follow the money, you know, and. Uh, Drink more water, exercise when you can, read when you can, you know, become better in tune with, you know, oneself. And uh, on that note, we're out. Peace. Peace.